And we are live yet again with another episode of Comic Talk. I'm your host, Mitri Pereira. This is the show brought to you by The Key, where we talk about the weekly releases of comics. DC Comics come out on Tuesdays every week. Marvel Comics come out on Wednesdays. Independent Comics come out on Wednesdays. And we are here to talk about it. And it's not just a one-man show, so I have two awesome guests with me today. First, uh, if you can see us and you're watching our live stream, you can see that Justin Mousseau is here to the bottom left. Justin, how you doing today? I am doing good, Dimitri. Thanks for having me back on Comic Talk. Uh, I, I love having you, uh, so thank you for coming. And um, how's Boss Baby treating you? Uh, well, you know, it's... Uh... It's doing numbers, uh, regardless of I, I. I just sat back and I just let that baby go. Wait, what's Boss Baby? I, I know it's a movie, but do you have something to do with it? Uh, no, I, I wish I had more to do with it than I do. Uh, no, um, so the, the for a week, the week that the new Boss Baby movie premiered, uh, for a week they had a, a limited time offering at Universal Orlando. Uh, where you could they had a meet and greet with the boss baby and so my wife and I went because the pictures we saw of the costume are horrifying and so we we're like well we got to get a picture with them so we went we got pictures with with him and then we each uh we each took our own like individual tiktok videos of the boss baby and I think combined they have about five million views um, it turns out that people ah. also, yeah, uh, her, hers did way better numbers than mine. Um, but, uh, it, it turns out people love to, uh, see the boss baby for in all its terrible glory. Oh my gosh. I need to check this out. Like as soon as the show is over, cause that sounds it's, amazing. It's, it, 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 it is something. It is a sight to behold. That is it, awesome. <laughs> Uh, for anyone out there who is watching, obviously you can hear and see whose voice is also talking. Uh, but if you're listening to this in podcast form, as now hundreds of people are doing, for some reason, Comic Talk is doing pretty well. It's on the up and up now that I've been uploading these episodes um, in podcast form. So there's at least hundreds of people uh, watching or listening to the podcast, but they don't know who just talked to Justin Musso. It's a phantom voice. Uh, we got Ambrosia Kep. Ambrosia, Hi. how are you doing? Good, how are you? Doing good. I mean, you have such a cool. unique voice. Oh. Any Anyone who's listened to the show before uh, like, would know that voice. Like, <laughs> even without introduction. But, That's awesome. you know. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, what were you saying? What were you saying? Uh, oh, I was doing good. I'm not as good as Justin because I don't have a really cool picture or video with Boss Baby. But yeah. I'm still doing well, so it works. Yeah. Uh, before the show, Justin told me that the boss baby that he took a picture with, that picture that I've used for the promotional material for, for Comic Talk this week, and I think the last time Justin was on, I think I used it too. But the point being is, uh, uh, I thought that was a statue. And then Justin tells me it's somebody in a costume, and it blew my mind. Um, I I don't know... I'm still having to reconcile it. I want to see it oh, in motion. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to look that up. It's it's Wait, terrifying. That's like a real... I, I, like, I'm going back to the picture. That yeah. is a real person? That is a human being inside a giant baby costume, yes. 
reckon it like a bigger costume, but that's like I think it being no. smaller is more terrifying. It is. It is it's like Chucky. It is, yeah. Yes. It's, it's it's maybe five feet tall. How tall are you? Uh, I'm six two. I know it's. It's it's it, it it's a greater disparity because of that, but it, I I assure you, if if in in the aforementioned TikTok, uh, you see at least one of the two character attendants are closer to as tall as the boss baby, which is I think more unsettling than the picture of me, like towering next to it. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> um, if there was a boss baby comic book, would would we would we talk about it on the show? Would we pretend it didn't exist? What are our what what's what? our opinion on a Boss Baby comic book? Okay, okay, but what company do you think would publish it? Oh, I think Dark I think Horse. That would uh, Dark, I mean, uh, Dark Horse maybe. I, I think I think I feel like it would maybe be like an IDW or, or Boom or Boom. I think I think I yeah. think the two that I went to I think immediately as well. Who did Back to the Future comics? Uh, I think that was that was IDW, yeah. So that's a universal property too, right? Oh. Yeah. So I think yeah. So I think I think it would probably be IDW, yeah. Yeah. I um. I, I don't know if I would read it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't I, it, it would. It would have to be very. The, the, the it, it would have to have a hell of a team behind it for me to pick up that first right. issue. Right. Right. Wait. Has oh. anyone seen the Boss Baby movies? I have no. not. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had the pleasure. It was really yeah. weird. I was surprised. Um, my seventh graders were like stoked. We got to watch a movie day and they all voted on that movie. And I was so surprised. Like out of everything, they wanted to watch Boss Baby. So I, I watched it. I mean, I, I didn't yeah. think. Um, I, would, I would not buy the comic book. What's freaking me out a little bit is the promotional material for the new Boss Baby, not the the new boss baby, not the nude boss baby that ties, that does tie into what I'm about to get into. Uh, the pro- is, is like the boss baby, like on his stomach or whatever with his feet back. And he's wearing his, he's in his diaper and he's wearing the business shoes with like the sock, like garter thing mm-hmm. like that, like you would wear to keep your socks up. But because his legs are so small, it looks like he's, like Dr. Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know it, what I mean? It, it looks, it looks like thigh highs on him. Yeah. Um, on a baby. Yeah, it's, it's, so I'm like, what is this weird sexualizing baby? It's, thing going on? it's a really before, interesting yeah. choice. You know what I'm talking about though, right? Oh, I do. I know because, yeah. uh, right next to the, uh, boss baby, uh, meet and greet area, like directly adjacent to it is that yeah. exact picture in a giant billboard, for that new boss baby with him, like laying on his stomach with the sock garters and everything. It's, I, I just, I don't know how that cleared customs. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, there's a lot about it that I have questions about. I, <laughs> I just looked at it. Are you, are you looking at it? Yeah. I had to Google yeah, it. it. There's it, a reason yeah. why I don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are we, what is this? What is this? Going, what's happening? Um, all I know is as we as we segue away from Boss Baby talk that um, that uh, uh, Justin and I joked about the Boss Baby cinematic universe. If there was maybe a Boss Baby crossover comic, Boss Baby and Transformers, I could read it. Boss Baby GI Joe crossover. 
I, I, I mean, would I would I, I would it. only be willing I would only be willing see I, I here's the weird thing. I feel like I would only be willing to read a boss baby like crossover comic, like a team up comic, if only because of the implications that we the, the, the sort of like unspoken promise that we would get to see baby versions of whatever else it's crossing over with, so like baby Transformers or like baby G.I. Joe. Yes. Have there ever been baby Transformers? I feel like there would have had to have been in in all of the years of Transformers comics. There has to be baby Transformers. I want I want a baby Optimus Prime that turns into like a little chubby looking little little uh, semi truck. Mm. Okay, I see pictures of it, but I think that might be like fan fan art. A baby Optimus Prime, or like a baby Uh, Bumblebee. Baby yeah, Bumblebee. Bumblebee be very cute. Like one of those oh. Bumblebee cars. Yeah. Anything in like baby form, like I even would want like a baby Thanos. Like what comic was it? The Cosmic Ghost Rider? Like, yeah. Yeah. Thanos, like. Yeah. I would want. Uh, I, I, I want a baby Starscream because you know he would say Starscream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would. Okay. Absolutely right. would. Real question. <laughs> yeah. Would you want a baby Jar Jar Binks though? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think I think I think I think I think if there's one thing we've kinda of learned is that a baby version of anything is more or less inherently cute, even even like it just on on theory. Yeah. Even a hut, like a baby hut, you know, like mm-hmm. in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. They're cute. You know? Well, I, I get like it. Most babies already look like baby Jabba's, so <laughs> kinda, yeah. Yeah. Uh now if it was the baby hut that has the six pack. Maybe not. Oh, you know that. Si- you know who I'm talking about. Have you guys seen the the hut with the six pack? Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. If it was a baby hut with a six pack, that'd be weird, and I'm not. I'm not for that. Though, Mister Plow in the comments on Volume.com/slash The Keeg Show, which is our uh, streaming platform, we stream to multiple platforms, but that's our major one. Volume.com. Uh, Mister Plow says Muppet Baby Boss Baby crossover. Mm, yeah, I mean, I mean, that I feels see like that. the easiest. I feel, I feel like that's a, that's right. a pretty easy. That, that feels like right. teeing up a home run pretty, pretty, pretty quickly. Okay, now right. we're all roughly around the same age. So, does anyone remember the Muffet Babies, like the original cartoon with like the nanny, mm-hmm. and you only saw her legs, like her legs. Uh huh. That was my jam. That was such yeah, a good show. That was one of my favorites. I, I thought you said that was my gam. And I was like, your legs? Those were your legs in the cartoon? <laughs> no, they were my gams. Like, my, my, yeah. my grandma, that's what I called her. Those are her, oh, okay. her legs. It's fine. Those are her, her gams gams. Yeah, those are my gams gams yeah. legs. They're pretty cool. By the way, ga- gams are legs, right? I have no mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, it's, because... It's old-timey slang, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to... I, I, I was really hoping I wasn't talking about old-timey slang for, for, for boobies. I was like, gams aren't boobies, right? I didn't... Okay, gams are legs. That's good. legs. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, uh, so, um, so this is the show uh, where we talk about the weekly releases of comics. Um, but before we start talking about this week's releases of comics, uh, I want to ask both of you, and whether I've asked this question before or not, or whether it's changed, let me know. Uh, if you only had money for... Or time, either or, to read one comic, one series, the whole month. What would it be? I mean, for me, I think just 
pure bang for your buck, um, it would probably be one of the X books. Like I think, uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of like Marauders. I'm I'm really enjoying the Marauders and the Hellions. Actually, Hellions yeah. might be my what my favorite of of the X books. Really? Um, okay. It is. Yeah, a, it's really I, good. It's it's great. It's just I, there's something about this this sort of new like sassier take on Mister Sinister that I'm just really really enjoying. Of, yeah, I, I think it's 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 the same vibe I got when I watched the uh, Loki finale and saw Jonathan Majors' He Who Remains. Um, it's it's I just like I just like a vibe of a villain who is just so content with knowing how far ahead they are in terms of like steps of whoever they're talking to that they can just yeah. kind of be very flip and just very kind of glib no matter what is going on. And so I've, I've really much enjoyed Hellion. So I think, I think Hellions would probably be my choice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Does it have to be like, so right now, obviously like Spidey is my boy. So right. there's a lot of Spider-Man going on right now. Right. So, do I have to choose like one specific title, or can it be like the whole Spidey universe? Not the whole Spidey universe. That's like <laughs> six, six titles, right? Uh, how many is it? It's that Spider Woman, uh, Amazing Spider Man, Spider oh, Shadow, Miles Morales. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Web of Spider Man. Web of Spider Man. Then yeah. Web oh. of Spider Man. And then there's the nonstop Spider Man. Mm, which oh yeah, stopped Marvel action? Oh, yeah, yeah, which is that? Yeah. There's, um, okay. is, is it, doesn't doesn't he have a Marvel action book as well? Uh, yes. Am I, am I missing it? Maybe. So we're talking eight titles ish. Uh, just Carnage. I mean Carnage. Also, yeah, if, like yeah, oh, yeah. If we if we if we go if we wind that umbrella, then there's also Carnage. There's Black Cat. Spider Gwen. Venom, Black Cat. Spider yeah. Gwen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, if we're including Miles Morales, we got to include Spider Gwen, right? right? Oh, yeah, and then yeah. uh, Silk. Oh yeah, Silk. Yeah, so it's like right. It's like almost a dozen books, <laughs> right? Spider, so, so great, I choose that one. No, so <laughs> the, the, I guess right. I guess what we learned is no Ambrosia. You can't okay. pick that. It was because then just Justin boring. would be picking all the X titles. Okay, it's true. I really, so, I absolutely, and I absolutely would. Yeah, okay. so would I. So as of right now, I would choose. Uh, Shadow, Spider-Man Shadows. Oh, okay. Spire, uh, Spider Shadow? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll be talking about that later, definitely. Because uh, that's the one, like, one of the series I'm very interested in, but I have not started it yet. Oh. And it's very good. It is. And, and, I, don't, and I, I can keep hearing. What? Oh, go Sorry, go ahead. I thought I was going to cut Justin off. Okay, uh, I was just going to say that I, I think I, I, I love it for a couple of reasons, but it's I'm also just excited because it, it's the start of Marvel going back to their What If series and in, in lead up to the Disney Plus series, they're now going back to actually doing like mini series, not just one off issues. I think it's like five issue mini series yeah. in the like What If. Which is know, so much better than like their mm-hmm. one shots What If. Like it is just the amount of like character development that you like they're actual like full stories and not just like what if um which is really cool but i'm not even like a, i i can't stand mary jane but i like mary jane in this series i don't know why yeah, okay it's i mean if if, if anything I, I would say it's definitely the one-two punch of uh like, like the creative team behind it is the art is gorgeous, and I will read 
Chip Zdarsky is one of those writers who I will read any book that he is involved with in any capacity. Yes. Mm-hmm. I also like the new What If logo. I brought the mm-hmm. uh, I brought the cover up on the screen, uh, but if you look in the right upper right hand corner, it's that question mark that kind of goes around the What If. And that's a pretty mm-hmm. sick logo. Like, I I, I, think, I I think it was I think I think that was also designed by Chip Zdarsky. Really? That logo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's cool. Wow. Um, uh, I can't wait for the What If show. I'm, I know it's animated, and I like my animation. Part of me is, it's going to be a weird shift seeing a animated Marvel show, I guess. Uh, are you guys excited for that, though? The What If animated series? Oh, yeah. I am, I am very pumped. I am super excited. Um, also, and I know you're a fan of this, but um, are you pumped for the what if Legos that are coming out with it? Yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah. I, I like the idea of what if Legos because like they're just totally they're just totally new design stuff. Cause like what I don't like is like the Legos have been like that have been released lately are like there's like the mecha, like little Thor mecha, where it's like Thor minifigure in a bigger Thor. And like, I don't need all that stuff. It's not original enough to me. But like these what if designs are like pretty damn original, mm. you know? And yeah. uh, I can't, I can't wait. Besides the Daily Bugle, this will be my, like, this would be my first haul of uh, Marvel Legos. Did, did you I, get the Daily Bugle? No, that's crazy. You got it. You got it? I, I haven't shown you my, my Legos, have I? No. I still got to do it. I still got to do it. I don't, Ooh. I have the first Daily Bugle set that was Ultimate Spider-Man Lego set that had like Doctor Doom and the Beetle and stuff. Okay. And uh, it's a shorter, it's about, it's about this big. Um, but the Daily Bugle is like this big. So uh, uh yeah. wait, you didn't tell us which comic book would you read for yeah. one month? Right. Uh um right now, I'm gonna change okay. Okay, normally I would pick X-Men. Easy. E- like that's easy, right? But I am really digging Justice League right now. Uh the Brian Michael Bendis uh written series. Uh the art is amazing, the character relationships are really good. He makes it, he understands the characters enough how to write, like, down-to-earth characters. And I think that, like, TikTok has, like, talked about this for the last couple months, how, like, the Avengers are work friends. They're not actual friends. Mm-hmm. Like, like, mm-hmm. no, like, no, uh, I was, I was going to try to make a analogy, but. It doesn't work. But basically, yes, they're work friends. They're not real friends. Uh, the Justice League are real friends. Like, the Justice League will will do Thanksgiving together. They will, like, super, like uh, Batman will take Martha Kent uh, chicken soup if she's sick or something. Like, like, that will happen. You don't see that happening with, like, Tony and Cap. And so, like, the Justice League are always been, like, more down to earth in a weird way. At least maybe recently, just uh, in the last, like, 15, 20 years, maybe. But I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm talking to my ass here. But anyway, the point being is Brian Michael Bendis, like, definitely writes the Justice League as, like, 
down-to-earth people with wants and desires. I love Green Arrow and Black Canary as a couple, and they are back to being a couple, and they're both on the league together. And then, like, this last issue, they, like, went out on a date or a picnic or something. I forget. Yeah, it was like a picnic on a cliffside or whatever. But the point being is, uh, uh, yeah, it might be Justice League. So, But it switches. Teen Titans... I'm not a big fan of Teen Titans Academy right now. It is what it is. I'm reading it. I like it, but it's not my favorite. But Justice League, I think, might be my number one right now. But X-Men. Ah, okay, just but you can't just X-Men. say X-Men. You have to say one specific X-Men book. <laughs> Justice with Hellions. Uh, Sword is really good. Like, I'm really digging Sword. And if Sword is going to explore Mars and mm-hmm. Storm being the the queen of Mars, I would stick. I would do sword over everything. But Hellions is really good too, and the X Men main title is good. Mm-hmm. But sword is probably like the most interesting to me right now. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. But if I have to make a choice, Justice League. But it hurts to make that choice. No, and that's I hate making choices. Yeah. Um. Uh, there were a good amount of comics that came out this week. Uh, mm-hmm. I have images prepped for all of them, uh, or at least all of them that we've we we've read uh, or talked or will talk about or whatnot. Um, uh, was there a big standout this this week? Like as far as like uh, like anything that like really amazed you this week? Ambrosia. Oh, I'm so sorry. I no, agree. don't be sorry. Oh, a uh, uh, scream! I love. Oh, okay. I loved it. The, All right. The, uh, what is it? Extreme Carnage. Yeah. I love Andy. She was amazing. Love I'm her. I'm cool with spoilers. Um, oh, have you read? I it? will read it. Uh, I have not read it. I didn't. I didn't get to read it. I read um, Extreme Carnage Alpha, whatever, last week or the week before or whatever. Yeah, with Flash um, Thompson. With Flash Thompson. Mm. Uh. And then Scream is one of those villains that, like, I used to see her in passing when I was younger. And I used to be like, who is this person? Because she wasn't on the Spider-Man animated series. and But she was on the Marvel Islands of Adventure ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went to Florida once when I was in junior high. And I went to Marvel Islands of Adventure. And I was like, I do not know this person or their name. And it really, I was like, the look is cool. I do not know who this person is. So Scream always st- stood out to me as like that one character that I never knew. Anyway, the point being is uh, I did not read it. I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> well, one, the first thing that, like, that stuck with my mind is what is Islands of Adventure and what kind of ride do they have with Scream on it? Because why have I never heard of this? It's it's pretty great. It's it's the Spider-Man ride at Islands of Adventure. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a staple. It's... It's one of my all-time favorite rides. Wait, is Islands um, of Adventure like part of Universal? Yes, it's okay. it's a secondary park that opened in like 1999, uh, and so like they have a whole like Marvel superhero island um, that also has like an incredible Hulk coaster and like a storm like spinning like teacup ride and like a Doctor Doom like drop ride. Um, it's it's great, and it's also sort of a time capsule because. Universal and Disney had an agreement because of when, you know, Universal built it. It was before Disney owned Marvel. 
And so they sort of had this agreement where like sort of like east, west of the Mississippi, like anything east of the Mississippi, Disney parks or Disney like, you know, real estate essentially can't have any like modern, like Marvel stuff that is any character that is featured on Universal's Marvel Superhero (laughs) Island, but anything west of it, Universal can't have anything in their park that so that's why like Disney has like Avengers Campus and California Adventure and Universal has Marvel Superhero Island here and it's also why here Universal cannot update it at all because of the terms of that agreement. I am so it's, all, it's so crazy. It's it's incredible. Like like, like look 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 up lately like, like pictures of it and everything. It's it's great. It's 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 peak end of the 90s Marvel uh like all over that park. Um and the yeah, the costume cool. characters too, right? Yeah, they have they have character meet and greets. You can meet uh, Cyclops, Wolverine, Rogue, Spider Man, Storm too, right? Storm. I think I saw Storm. Yep, yeah, you, you meet Storm, uh, Doctor Doom, and Green Goblin. Uh, are, are, but are they're nineties, the nineties costumes, but they're, right? Yeah, they're they're very nineties costumes, and so uh, yeah, it's great if you love Cyclops over because here it's is like freaking out. I would I, I I would argue that Cyclops is more of like the like transitioning into the Morrison X-Men because he has like the like full body unitard uh and like okay. the leather duster. Um but they do they do ride in and, on like ATVs and stuff. And oh you can meet Cap as well. Okay. Is it Cap with yeah. is it Cap with fake ears, Cap? Oh you yeah. You know like when it's, you it's, put the mask on but it's like Yeah. It's like fake human ears. Yeah, he's got his wings out. Uh, and the wings, years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that's Great. crazy. I I had gone. I've only been to Florida once, and I went for a rugby tournament, and uh, uh, I, it was uh, eighth grade, and mm. uh, so it was, it was years back, and um, we had a choice where to go, and we went to Islands of Adventure because a couple of us were like, let's do like the comic book stuff. Right. And, but that was back, I think, before I started doing big time roller coasters. So, but I, I think I did the Hulk roller coaster, but I don't think I did the Doom Drop because I might have been too scared. I don't remember, but I have a picture that I'm going to post up at some point of me at Islands of Adventure with this really 90s, well, it was early 2000 at this point. It was 2001 or 2002 where I'm wearing this like dragon shirt that I got because I'm like a cool eighth grader with a Wait, dragon shirt. Wait, like the shirt. button up ones with like the little collars? I did have one like that, but no, this one was like this raised plastic. It was like this plastic dragon uh, on my shirt that was kind of like raised. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how you iron it or whatever. You would you have to turn it inside out. But the point being is like, it was bad. Anyway, the point being is I'll post that picture at some point. My one picture from Islands of Adventure. Um, but but like, uh, Miss, what? A scream is on one of these rides. Yeah. So in 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 the in the Spider Man ride, you are tasked. You, you essentially the story of the ride is that you are part of you know a new sort of investigative journalist breakthrough for the Daily Bugle, where you're in these ride vehicles that are called like the Scoop, and so you're being tasked as like amateur journalists to go out into New York City and try to get headlines because Dr. Octopus and the Sinister Six have essentially stolen the head of the Statue of Liberty with this like levitating ray. And so it's Dr. Octopus, Hobgoblin, Scream, Hydro Man, 
uh, I'm trying to remember who I'm leaving off of this. Um, but it's it's just great. And Spider Man shows up and fights them, and like you get like swung throughout the whole like city of New York, and you you know, you fly off the ground, and you, like you drop. There's all kinds of like cool effects. It's great. That is amazing. That sounds so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to look it up. What's it called? Like what's the ride? Uh, called? It's, I think it's literally just called like Spider Man. Like I don't think I don't think it has yeah. like a subtitle or anything. Huh. I may have done that. I mean, I have to have done that ride. I just don't remember it. Oh, it's great. If I, I highly recommend there's 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 some good ride through videos. Uh I, I highly recommend that because That's Scream on the Ride. Yep. Oh dang. Yeah. Um right, so, tell us about sorry. I should I should, I should I should I should clarify for my own sake. It's not the Sinister Six because there's only five of them. So it's the Sinister Syndicate, which actually okay. does play into one of the comics that came out this week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely hit Sinister War. Tolliver Street, what's up, man? Uh, uh, we are talking about Scream right now. I want Ambrosia to give tell me what right. happened in in Scream. Wait, has anyone else read it? Uh, I have uh, not. I, I, I haven't. I haven't yet. But go for it. Okay, yeah, I, I, won't give, yeah. I won't give spoilers at all. But and, I love Andy Benton. And uh, Scream could be, or not could be, she is my favorite symbiote. And it could be the fact that she's, like, a female and, like, her hair just, like, does, like, this amazing, cool, like, whiplash type stuff. Um, But I will always buy anything Scream-related and Carnage-related. But Carnage, uh, it's really cool because this is following up after, like, the King and Black series, which, surprisingly, like, I think they're doing a quite nice job because not like most events in Marvel. It's just like, okay, we're done. On to the next one. So it's cool to see them actually, like, following um, back from it. And so um, Carnage is trying to get... Uh, his family back together to help him uh and he tries to get scream or andy and so it's just like this internal battle between uh host and symbiote and carnage and oh the ending the ending so uh is scream supposed to be sexy or not i could never figure it out and i'm still confused um, I think beauty's in the eye of the beholder on that one. I think I think, I think it's, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I'm looking at it right now. And, like, page 13 of this comic, like, of this uh-huh. picture of her. For one, the artwork is beautiful. But, like, page 13, it's basically, like, essentially, it looks like that it's just painted on her. Like Oh, it's body paint. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like... Excuse my language. Children plug your ears, but like boobs are like going opposite directions. It's like it's very it's it's interesting. Wait, like in a bad art sort of way, or as in a symbiote like? In like a symbiote like, basically, if a woman was fighting crime without a bra. <laughs> oh, okay, sure, okay. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I uh, so I, for I a thirteen-year-old boy, they would think this was sexy. Right, right, right. I was okay, drawing sorry. a lot of comics as a kid and trying to, like, emulate styles. Uh, and I, I think I drew, like, I emulated a style of comic where, like, it looked like that, where, like, they just weren't wearing bras. My mom was like, 
are these just naked people? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no, this is off of this fuck. It was okay. It was, I was emulating the style of the silver surfer, uh, uh, animated series that was on Fox. So I had the Fox mm. kids magazine open and I was drawing that, but I think Frankie Ray, Frankie Ray Nova or whatever, uh, uh, was on it, but she's just a fire lady with no bra. And so, uh, I, I think I got in trouble or almost did. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um okay, so scream. Okay. Uh I like Extreme Carnage Alpha, so uh I'm I'm are they one shots in this whole run? Are they and then the story continues through it, or is there an extreme carnage number two, number three coming out? Uh well I think this one is considered <clears throat> extreme carnage. Um uh, But it's just the scream one shot oh, that kind of continues the story. Yeah, this one is two out of five. Okay. So this one is Extreme Carnage. And so what I think what they're going to do is like each comic is going to be like, okay, this is just my prediction. Each one is yeah. going to have Carnage with a specific symbiote. So last week we saw right. Flash Thompson. This week we see Scream. Next week we'll see another symbiote. And then I am going to say in like issue four or five, they're going to come together and probably like all go against Carnage. Okay. There's, or be with Carnage. Aren't they, like, getting taken over by Carnage? Isn't that, like... Isn't Carnage infecting his his cousins or siblings or whatever you want to call them? Yeah. Okay. Because I saw the character designs for the other people, so... I mean, they look cool, so I'm The I'm artwork interested. in this is beautiful. Yeah. So, and so, um, same with the Flash Thompson one, so... Yeah. If you uh, like that one, then definitely check out this one. Okay. All right. Uh, I know Tolliver Street out there uh, uh, says Extreme Carnage is good. Uh, and so I know he's uh, been been reading that. Justin, uh, have we all, did we, oh, Tolliver's asking, did we cover X, X-Men related news yet? Not yet. I wanted to segue into Sinister War and then maybe into some X-Men titles. Did we all hmm. read Sinister War? Uh, Sinister. Yeah, Sinister, Sinister War. Yeah, Sinister War 1. Mm. It was Sinister War 1, yeah. Um, mm. Did we all read that one, Ambrosia? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, I got I got some of the variant covers up on the screen right now. But uh, how'd you guys feel about Sinister War? <coughs> I think it's I think it's definitely an interesting. Like, like Kindred is been one of the more interesting Spider-Man villains in recent years. And so to just basically be like, we're not just going to have you have to fight against two different versions of the Sinister Six, but actually six versions of the Sinister Six at the same time uh-huh. as Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. Is, is, is it really six versions be- or is it five? Oh, yeah. No, I think, oh, mm, I, I, I thought I thought it was six. It might be five. Um, There's that multi, multi-page multi spread from yeah. the, from the, the one the, um, the, yeah. comic. I had it. I, I just pulled it up. Um, oh, cool. We have five. We have five sinister teams. Uh, yeah. But I always thought that there might be a sixth one coming, just for sim- symmetry and like I would right. love for there to be six sinister sixes. Sinister sixes. Mm-hmm. Also, if Mephisto is involved, yep. Like I feel like six 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 could pop up. Anyway, right. Um. Uh. But yes, you have like all these different sinister teams. Sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. What were you saying though? Yeah, no, it, it's it's just definitely like it's you know it, it's sort of this seems to be the sort of penultimate act by Kindred to you know exact his vengeance on Peter Parker by just completely 
having him get stomped on by 30 of his right nearest and dearest enemies. You're right. Uh what are the what are the different teams right now? Um well the the, the two the two that I know they've shown prominently are Doc Ox, original Sinister Six. Yeah. Uh and then there's the Vultures Savage Six. Uh, right. which are made up of I mean not not like that this is a, a unique thing in Spider-Man but it's primarily all animal themed villains. Animal based. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm bringing up the the full page spread. We have Doc Ock Sinister 6, we have the Savage 6. What's the what's the all female team called? I do not know. Um, I I'm going to Beetle, it's Beetle's team. Yeah, didn't we she just came up like this team was just formed like in a couple episodes back when Beetle was dating his roommate and I thought they popped up they popped up before that cuz they fought they were like trying to do their own thing and uh I mean it was pretty much when Beetle got first introduced I think, right? Or like when we learned that Tombstone was her dad. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh, but yeah, I don't know what they're called though. Um, might be worth looking up. And then we also have the, f- is it the foreigner and his team? <coughs> With like Taskmaster, Black Ant, uh, Jack-O-Lantern, that like slip, slip guy or whatever. Yeah. So, so, all right. So I, I have, I have the teams. I have the teams. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. All right, so we have uh, Doctor Octopus's Sinister Six, okay. yeah, which is Doctor Octopus, Sandman, <laughs> Electro, Craven the Hunter, and Mysterio. Um, okay. Wait, is Mysterio on the team? He currently well, t- he's he's he was offered a spot. We we he seems to still be working with Kindred and you know by extension Mephisto, uh, yeah. as a spot back and along with um Kurt, uh, the, the Lizard as as well. Yeah, uh, who was who was also on that team. So th- yeah. there's that one. There's uh, the Vulture's Savage Six, which right. is the Vulture, the Scorpion, Rhino, Stegron, one of the two dinosaur people in Marvel, uh, right. Tarantula, and King Cobra, who Spider-Man even points out in the middle of the first fight and the issue is like, we've never fought before. Why are you here? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, gig's a gig. Um, By the way, so about there's... Stegron, I love I love the Stegron line. I, I you probably know the quote better than I do, but like uh, where it's like you're so smart, you could have created a ray that cured cancer instead of turning people to dinosaurs. It's like I just want to turn people to dinosaurs. To... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't I see the problem love, with that. Gotta love yeah. Sauron. Um, was that so, Sauron uh, so, or Stegron? Yeah, that was that was that was Sauron technically, but I guess okay. one one of one of the two dinosaur people that Spider-Man yeah. has had interactions with. Um, yeah. So yeah, then there's the Foreigners Alliance, um, which is Foreigner, Chance, Jack-O-Lantern, Slide, Taskmaster, and Black Ant. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that's that group. Then there's yeah. Boomerang's Revenge Squad, which yeah. is primarily the group he formed after Sinister Foes of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, which is you know, basically all the D-list villains that are trying at another chance of, of getting back to right. the spotlight. So I love that series, though. I love it. It's yeah. one of my absolute favorites. It's and so good. I one of adored it. Characters yeah. in the last couple of years, too, especially when he became Peter Parker's roommate. Um, so, yeah. So but it's, there's it's five of them. Yeah. There's, it's, well, it's Boomerang, 
Overdrive, Shocker, Speed Demon, and Hydro Man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so there, there, so the, the, there's them, uh, and then um, the female team led by the Beetle is the Syndicate. Ah, that's um, right. Okay. And they are they are made up of the Beetle, Scorpia, Lady yeah. Octopus, White Rabbit, right. Trapster, and the uh, Francine Fry version of Electro. Is Trapster a female? Like, she's, yeah, he, it's a what? There's a female Trapster. Yeah, there's a female Trapster. Okay. All right, not Pastepot Pete. No, oh, it might, it might, it might be Pastepot Pete. He might be the only the token male of the group, but no. I mean, I see it's it's a girl with glasses. I see her right here. I think. Oh, no, 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 no. That's Octopus. The one behind yeah. her is is Trapster. Maybe it's Pastepot Patricia. I don't know. Could be. Oh, uh, she's the one with <laughs> the scarf. I think. Mm-hmm. Which one is that? Octopus Trap- or no? That's or, Trapster. Or Trapster. Oh, okay. So interesting. Um, my theory go, my theory last week, I think when we talked about this is that the sinister foes have five members cause Spider-Man's going to join their team oh. and Spider-Man's cause, cause that's the one he has closest ties to overdrive that's is true. trying to turn good. Boomerang was good, but has a personal connection to Peter. Yeah. I, I think Boomerang's still going to be good <laughs> because then like they even made that comment, like MJ made the comment where he she was like, no, trust Mysterio. And he's like, no, he's a criminal. And she's like, what about your roommate and your ex-girlfriend? Shots fired. Yeah. But yeah. personally, I'm excited for this because I was getting bored of Amazing Spider-Man just because I feel like it's been all over the place with like Kindred and then Boomerang. And then like, so I feel like there's a lot of cool things, but it was not connecting, so I feel like we're finally yeah. getting like a mm-hmm. good finale. Right. It's I feel like uh, who's the who's the writer on this? Uh, Spencer, Spencer, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's like he's like playing with all the toys in the toy box at once. Literally. You know. <laughs> yeah, because um, Spider-Man even got his new suit, and that didn't last mm-hmm. long. Yet. No. No. Uh, but, uh, it's interesting that it's all kind of coming to a head right now. So I'm excited to see where it goes. I don't know how many issues Sinister War is. Six? I would hope. Just for... I would imagine. You, you, you would, you would imagine. I think it's actually four. Is it? Oh, no. Yeah, the mark on that. Come on. Yeah, they missed the mark. Also, there, there has to be a sixth Sinister team, right? Because there's five of them. Well, it's it's also interesting though too because like the like a story of this is this setup of Peter getting of, of Peter finding out that Mysterio, who is trying to reform himself, is the yeah. one who's been directing the movie that Mary Jane has been filming with yeah. actual supervillains in it. Um, yeah, and that he gets dragged into this big fight from Kindred and then this various sinister groups. But then there's the B story, which is Doctor Strange going to bat to try to help and figure out what Mephisto's role in this is. Yeah. Um, and like this issue like ends with him and Mephisto about to gamble. Yeah. To basically, you know, fix, try to fix whatever is going on with this. Right. I think it's going to be good. It'll, it'll, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah. 
I, I'm going to go on a quick MJ rant. Also, Damn. what a little Cochina. Like, how could you hide that? <laughs> Come on. Like, oh, the director <laughs> of this movie is not one of your enemies. It's fine. Like, Come on now. Come on. Right. Right. I I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm definitely with you. I'm trying to equate it to like a real life thing. Like if your significant other had been working in secret with somebody like you want to have nothing to do with. There's a couple of people in my life that are like that I want to have nothing to do with. And like if I like if I had a significant other, you know, she was uh, working with that person. Not in a jealousy sort of way, but like in a like, why are you working with this person? I hate this person. Like, what? Right. There has to be like some like, I don't know, mutual like, you know, I respect my 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 significant other enough to not work with him. But instead, I'm going to hide it from him. This this is like an episode that you would see on like on Snapped. Mm hmm. What happens on Snapped? That's when someone goes crazy. Yeah. Is that yeah. a show when, like when, that? When someone, when, yeah, when somebody snaps and then kills their significant yeah. other. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. Uh, it's not. It's not going to be a big deal as far as the comics are concerned. No, it just goes no. a, another reason well, why I don't. Because well, like it's a, it's also it's also because also Mary Jane got nabbed by Mysterio and teleported somewhere else. So yeah. It's, it's also for for me. It it almost feels like this is gonna be like, it feels very much like Mephisto is trying to get revenge on Spider Man for managing to undo the events of Brand New Day, of like right. reneging on his deal of his soul. Yeah, I feel like Brand. I thought Brand New Day is our had already been solved at this. Point. Oh, it did, it, it, it 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 has. It has been solved for a little right. while now, but it's it it took a lot of like double backing and like right. magic you know usage and you know going up against Mephisto and, and outsmarting him and out, out gaming him so it's right. it's very evident especially now that Mephisto kind of has his like Las Vegas style setup that he is he's very much here to gamble for for, uh, yeah. for 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 some prize I don't I don't feel like I need any more of brand new day related stuff I need them to retcon what what's it called sins of the father or whatever Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, because yeah. because Harley or no, sorry, not Harley Quinn. Um, why can't Gwen, uh, Stacy? Gwen Stacy? Gwen Stacy wouldn't. No, no, come on. That yeah. whole like storyline. That's like, the wildest day, thing. I pretend like it never existed because it was right. awful. Right. That's the thing that needs to be retconned, and that's what I thought Kindred was going to lead up to. You. But, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll like see. retcon that, figure our way around that because, like, yeah, that's ridiculousness. It, was, it doesn't make I, any I, sense. I'm, I'm still, frankly, trying to figure out, and again, you know, spoilers, but this reveal didn't happen. This issue has happened a while back. I'm still uh -huh. trying to, to follow like the like Charlie Kelly conspiracy board like lines of, of thought of like, okay, so how, how, and how is why is this Harry Osborne? It's like, it's like. So there was there was right. the other Harry, but the other Harry wasn't the real Harry. It was a, a, a an imposter, according to this Harry, and this Harry's been in right. hell and was like torturing Mysterio down there, and now he works with Mephisto to try to get revenge on Peter Parker. It's like oh okay, and like took it out on like like killed Norman Osborn. It's like, been a mess. <laughs> yeah, Harry's yeah. Harry's 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 going through some stuff. <laughs> yeah, because there's multiple Harrys now. 
There's Kindred. Mm-hmm. There's Harry that's in the cell. Uh, I don't know if there's another Harry out there. I don't know. Probably. Probably. My understanding is that the that Kindred is the soul of Harry before Brand New Day, like the one that remembers, but then is betrayed by the mind wipe. Yeah, I was I was always assuming that it was the soul of the Harry who technically died when he was acting as Green Goblin and got killed, but then was brought back to life. But it could, it could, it would make more sense if it ends up, especially if it ends up being a brand new day thing, for it to have been the soul of that that version of Harry who existed before they wiped all that away for right. brand new day. Because think about it this way. Think about it this way: when you take away a whole experience from a person, it rewrites your whole like being. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially somebody so close to Peter. So if they're going that route where it's like almost like in order to do brand new day, they had to create a new soul for Harry because it's so integral to his personality to know who Peter is and to have those experiences uh, mm-hmm. uh, and get that rewritten. I, I could buy that. Yeah. I could buy that. Um, Tolliver Tal- Street, are you still out there? Let us know. Uh, let us know because I know uh, – that Tolliver Street wanted to talk about X-Men comics, but um, I did not get to read X-Men comics this week. Uh, I got to read, I got to read one of them. I know, <laughs> I know there was a new X-Corp. There was a new, yeah. I think Marauders. Excalibur. Excalibur and I, think... there wasn't Marauders. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Uh, there, there was it was way of X. Way of X was the yeah. one I read. Yeah. That was yeah. Way, way of X was, was, yeah. One, was the one I read because I've been really interested interested in in what's going on. Which there. one? Uh, way of X. Okay, it's good. What, what, I, I what, mean, what, yeah, I'm behind. I'm I've only read one and two. I'm behind on X Men just because there's just so many, and I try there's to so read them. And, oh, yeah. Like kind of order, order and so. like release order, yeah. Mm. Right, so yeah. I'm behind on Star Wars and Way of X because both of them, like, you have to read. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last issue of Way of X, I coined so uh, so appropriately Way of Sex. That was <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. the last issue. Way of X number three is Way of Sex. Uh, <laughs> uh, what happens? Because I mean, it was literally a sex-filled episode. Uh, so th- what is one, what's yeah, Way of X four about? Uh, so Way of X four is ostensibly um, following the events of Way of Sex. Uh, it's a lot of sort of like cleanup after the Hellfire Gala and everything of uh, you know of of Nightcrawler getting absolutely hammered. And trying to convince everybody that he's going to form that mutant religion, and yeah. you know ev- everything. And so this one follows more of, um, almost like the the moral testings of some of the characters because like Nightcrawler ends up, uh, tracking Fabian to New York, where okay. uh Gorgon who after he got died and something went wrong in his resurrection, where he's now basically like the mind of a child in, in, in his body. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Fabian is messing with him to We're go talking to Cortez. Oz. Cortez. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. You call yeah. him by, you call him Fabian? Yeah, I know. It's Cortez. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'll I, Yeah, Cortez. But Cortez is... Okay. Uh, that's, I mean, that's fine. You can call him Fabian yeah. now. I mean, now yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, but Cortez is, is messing with Gorgon in, uh, Gorgon in Central Park, where he's essentially okay. using his mutant abilities of boosting or suppressing a mutant's powers uh-huh. to crank up his telepathy so that he can hear this crowd of human onlookers like hate and confusion at him being there which is causing him distress while also uh dialing back his stone eyes uh basic ability and nightcrawler like, comes to him he's like why he's doing it. he's like oh this is basically fun he's like i'm not i'm not doing anything to hurt anyone and you know if i let go of control over this and the humans kill him that's not me killing a mutant that's not me killing any or if he petrifies all these humans that's not you know me killing it at all this is just fun for me so how are you going to fix this moral quandary that you're trying to enforce this religion it's like if you if you, you if you knock me out then he ends up i he his telepathy goes down but his eyes come back and he petrifies his whole crowd of people uh you can kill me um in order to like stop it but that's the same same kind of end result you could kill yeah. gorgon uh which is you know again like you would have to do that in front of this crowd of people uh and also reckon with your own moral issues with that uh or you could take the full brunt of his petrification to save these people but also be reborn yourself which you haven't really had to like go through like a whole lot of yet um yeah and so it's it's like nightcrawler trying to find the like moral way to do this that doesn't compromise any of that and he manages to figure it out after after a bit of thinking um but i think the other major uh event that happens is that uh legion sits down with professor x Uh to get a krakoa seed from him and like sort of sussed out professor x from david uh what they're doing here and like what the patchwork man is because yeah. obviously now that we know that it's onslaught and he's trying to figure right. it out and david's like you and magneto can't be trusted to know what this is because to even think about him would instantly give him power so like i can't tell you what it is and like he explains he finally also explains why he's constantly got the zorn brothers around with him at all times okay uh, and it's it, he explains that it's it's, it's a fail safe for himself so that in case uh, Legion loses control over his powers, they can just instantly vaporize him and keep him from hurting anyone else. Um, and like, like sort of like the like penultimate bit of like the reason why he he went out in search of a Krakoa seed is ostensibly what it appears to be to sort of infuse it with his own powers and the powers of like the Zorn brothers to try and create a temple on Arrakos on, on Mars okay. for this religion that Nightcrawler is building. Okay. Interesting. So it's, 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 it's really interesting. It, it's sort of, I, I really do kind of compare it with the main X-Men book uh, up until the, the most recent relaunch of yeah. how kind of week to week it's sort of, it feels like it's different parts of a, like a story that is actually a full through line, but you're just kind of seeing it from different angles. Yeah. Um, 
but it's I'm I'm really I'm really enjoying it. I'm really interested in kind of seeing this sort of like crisis of faith and like what you know maybe like maybe we're getting that like kind of one step closer because of you know we're seeing now like how very fragile things are with on on Krakoa and like with between like the kind of you know shadowy villain we got coming out of the new X-Men book who's trying to crack how the mutants are regenerating each other and this yeah. new sort of schism of society between the like omega level mutants who terraform mars and the people who got left behind and now you know the the looming threat of onslaught the upcoming trial of magneto it's like we're starting to see the seams start to appear in in, in, in the new mutant society yeah i'm loving the new krakoa like just the dawn of x krakoa kind of thing uh especially as an x-men fan that like i know all these characters it's like hundreds upon hundreds of characters of X-Men that like are popping in and out of comics at any given moment, which is great. Like they're using the whole, talk about the whole toy box, right? Like, like between the 12 X-Men titles or 14 X-Men titles or whatever it is now, uh, mm-hmm. uh, they're definitely using everyone like Cortez is back and that's super weird. Yeah. And like, Oh yeah. It's, it's, that, that, that's, that's sort of what I, what I've, what I've loved most about it is that it's like, yeah, like like you said, didn't use every toy in the toy box. Like they are able to pull characters who like haven't had any real spotlight time in the last couple of years, whether it's because they aren't like combat interesting or mm-hmm. narratively necessary to whatever story is being told. But now, like again, like the beauty of Krakoa of this island mutant utopia is that like everyone is important to be there, so everyone gets to show up in these stories and stuff like again like when when Stacy X showed up in the last yeah. issue it's like wow what a pull Stacy X yeah again way of sex you know it's, <laughs> it was it was well cuz there's some weird things that happened in the last issue where it's like Cortez asks uh asks a woman uh well well we see him fly out of this like brothel room and this woman is like no, I don't want to listen to your creepy poetry and I won't wear that Magneto helmet. <laughs> and like, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Cortez, you, okay. And he's just a creep. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, he's just. And and that's like what I love about like, it's it's like the same reason like I talked about like Hellions, like empath in that first issue of Hellions where he's just shown goodness kicks on Krakoa by using his powers of emotional manipulation to make people fight each other and then when somebody runs up being like hey man this is wrong being like no shut up you enjoy it and he's like hey you're right i do enjoy it yeah yeah so um do you think that they are writing because uh so i am super behind on x-men but hmm. um it can get really messy when writers just throw well and they have numerous amount of different writers writing each one of these series so it could either be like really messy or really well done having all these characters in there how do you feel like they are doing with the entire toy box i mean i think honestly it's the i think that the most interesting thing about it is that it doesn't feel it both doesn't feel overcrowded but it also doesn't feel like anything's like not being put to use because like there each each series kind of serves its purpose in terms of like forwarding the story of what is going on with the x-men like the the main x-men book is very much just about like broad strokes global here is how 
the world is reacting to the X-Men and here's how the X-Men are responding. And then like you have like Marauders, which is like just about finding the these mutants who weren't able to make it to Gates or who are living in places where the Gates are being kept under lock and key and armed guard. Or you have Hellions, which is just about kind of a, a group of, a sort of group therapy book about the most like the mutants whose powers are like just pure violence and they can't not be used for violence sort of getting a chance to get out and still feel useful to mutant society without having to like go to mutant jail um yeah. and it's it, it, i mean it's, it's essentially the x-men suicide squad is the hellions and that's what kind of makes them great um yeah. but like yeah i i honestly think it's it's really interesting to see all the pieces and like how each series manages to be its own thing and tell its own story while still feeling connected to the whole of the story that's being told of the, you know, the reign of X. Yeah. Um, Tolliver Street is a big X-Men fan. Uh, uh, he's on TikTok. Uh, he's here. Uh, thank you for, for uh, watching the show. Uh, Tolliver says... Uh, a couple of things. Let's see. Um, uh, the craziest moment was when Zorn brothers and Legion obliterate his dad and a ton of other mutants to avoid onslaught from manifesting. Uh, mm-hmm. So I guess that happens. This issue. Oh, yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't mind spoilers. Yeah, I'm going to read it anyway, and I'm going to love it regardless. But yeah, uh, it, it's 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 yeah, it, it's nuts. It's very like it's it's like very touch and go. Where like David is being cagey about being like I, I'm I'm not going to tell you why I'm here. Because yeah. you can't be trusted. Because I already can psychically, without even trying to probe, sense like the secrets that everyone is trying to keep here, especially the leading, like the you know the the silent council. Like I know that there's something going on, and yeah. for this reason, and that's part of the reason why this threat is building. Uh, and yeah, like like I, when like Xavier tries to like reach out and make mental connection with David to learn what's going on, and in that instant, you see Onstart slots start to manifest. And David just turns to the Zorns and like, all right, guys, like light it up. And they just you just see like a like it pulls back outside the bar. You see a flash, and then you go back in, and it's just Legion, the two Zorn brothers, and skeletons. Uh, Shit. And he's like, he's like, tell he's like, tell the resurrection crew to skip like to skip dinner. Like they're gonna have they're gonna be busy tonight. Yeah. Um, I'm loving I'm loving the big stakes. It's weird. Big stakes, but also no stakes at the same time. You know that people are going to get resurrected, but it still means but, something but, when they die. And that, and that's like that's like the thing that's like fascinating. That like the whole point of like Way of X is like, like it, it's you know in in a society where death has lost all meaning, like what? How do you how do you you know mark a life? How do you mark? achievement what what do you do once you stop having to worry about death and like the psychological toll yeah that takes on on like people especially like mutants who have historically just been like hunted and persecuted like who no longer have to worry if they are because they know they'll just wake up back on Krakoa like maybe a little different and like we've only to like just started touching like that sort of like teleporter issue that's been there since they first introduced the five and everything of like is the person who is coming back the same as the person who died? And like right. these like little differences that are starting to manifest from some people, not so little, like with Gorgon um, and everything. And again, there's still the ever present thing, which I, I kind of, it feels like it might be 
touched on in the trial of Magneto as well, mm-hmm. um, of the whole, you know, not bringing any precogs back to life. Right. Like that, um, that super sus bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I do gotta, I want to call out aggressively relaxing, uh, aggressively relaxing has, has tuned into a good amount of our shows, uh, aggressively relaxing. Uh, I'm not sure who you are, uh, but thank you so much for watching. If you want to follow us on any other social media, um, uh, uh, for one, they have a to... really cool name because I would love mm-hmm. to aggressively <laughs> relax. Like that is yeah. so, that's cool. Like, hey, have you aggressively relaxed today? Mm-hmm. You, you got you got to start. None of that passive relaxing shit. No, no. Um, aggressively relaxing says it's the first time the X Men toy box has been played with on this scale, and it's so entertaining with solid continuity. So it looks like aggressively relaxing has been reading these comics too. Uh, would love your input. Uh, so definitely uh, uh, keep watching and, and and we would love to hear from you more. Um, uh, Ambrosia, what Hi. are you, what are you, what else did you read this week? Um, in terms of uh, Marvel, I read Aliens Aftermath, mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. Sinister War, uh, Spider-Man Shadows, and Spider-Woman. I love how you call it Spider-Man Shadows, but it's it Spider-Man. It's called Spider-Man Spider Shadow. It's like it's like Spider-Man Shadows. It's yeah, yeah, you know what you mean. It, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like though. It just reminds me of like when like your parents are trying to relate to you, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why don't we all go out and see that uh, that one? You know. That one uh, uh, black, uh, what was that? Red Red Spider movie. What's the Red Spider movie? <laughs> Spider Man? No, no, no. The one with um, the one with that girl. Um, uh, uh, what's her name? Joanna. Joanna oh, Scars. Uh, yeah. Joanna Scars. Scarlett <laughs> Johansson. That is like totally that's, my favorite issue. Yes. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, that's me. That's, uh, that's yes. Well, uh, let's let's hit a couple of them uh, so we can get some quick, uh, you know, some some quick thoughts on like some of the stuff that you've been uh, reading. How's Aliens Aftermath? Because the previous Alien comic hasn't ended yet. No, What's... so this has nothing to do with the previous series. So okay. um, the Aliens Aftermath, uh, af- not Aftermath. Please do not do that. <laughs> Aftermath. <laughs> Yeah. They're just um, really, is, they're really, really happy. skinny aliens. <laughs> they got no teeth. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, this is because Alien <coughs> its 35th anniversary, the movie. And so yeah. this is essentially the, uh, it was supposed to be a comic of like what happened after the movie. Um, so you have a crew of um, journalists going up to try to find like the little secrets um plot twist there are aliens there and they die what Uh-oh. i know okay. um so i mean is, it, was is a it a one risk. shot yeah is yeah it a one sh- oh it is one shot okay yeah um so it has nothing to do because the alien series now i actually really enjoy and it's really good yeah um this one you could like if you're a huge alien fan and if you love the movie definitely pick it up but if you're looking for like good story development and like good character stuff like you could skip this one. I was hoping okay. for a little bit more, um, but uh, overall, it was good. It was fun, um, but yeah, it was okay. Okay, I, tell me about. I I didn't. Did Justin? I, did. I 
I did. Yeah, I I, I thought huh. it's I I wish I wish it was its own miniseries. Yes, it, it it feels like way a lot of setup for like a really interesting thing, and like the the like next up like backsplash page is just for the next issue of the main Aliens comic. So like who who's to say if there's going to be any more in this line? I I wish that there was because. It it ends on such a big cliffhanger and like also takes place like way further in the future than like 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 even like the current aliens book, um, and but it, and it's also just inter- it also I'm also mad because it introduces a really interesting like cool new kind of alien, and it's yes. I hope I hope they show up later because it's like instead of acid blood they have like liquid nitrogen blood. So that it just like instantly can freeze anything it bleeds on and like shatter it. See, oh. I was disappointed to find out that this was a one shot because I mm-hmm. read it and I didn't realize it was a one shot. Neither until... did I until I got to the end of it. I was like, oh man. Yes. And so that's huh. why I was disappointed because for like, I mean, we meet a really cool, like everything that they introduced was really cool. And so mm-hmm. I thought that this was going to be like, some sort of spinoff to the current Alien series, and then I was disappointed to be like, that 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 was it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that maybe they'll they'll turn it into something. But yeah, that'd be really cool to see some of these aliens because I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading the current Alien book, and that's really good. Uh, as someone who has never seen the Alien movies, I get the gist. I've read the Wikipedia <laughs> entries. Uh, I you can't never do watched horror. An alien movie. I, I'm scared. I'm so scared. Wait, I, are you? Are you being wait, honest? They're scary. I'm. I'm serious. Uh, we were talking about Not Scary Farm earlier, and I. Uh, I've been to Not Scary Farm once, and I. I almost punched someone. Like I can't. I. I. I, I have a knee jerk reaction to jump scares where I either thrash or squeeze or something. So if I'm holding somebody's hand, which has happened. I squeeze it hard. It hurts that person. You know, I, I just get this, like, there was a whole year, in my defense, there was a whole year of my life when I was a kid where my dad would just jump out of corners and <laughs> scare me, like, for a whole year. And I didn't, it didn't help me get used to it. It just made me, like, like, ex- it was super paranoid. And so then it finally ended when, when I punched my dad in the stomach and he stopped. So, <laughs> so oh, you know. No. I, I can't do scary movies. I mean, I've done a good amount. Like, I've done some scary movies, but, like, I don't actively go out and search for them. And sometimes if I'm at a party and they're like, let's watch this movie, I'm like, all right, I will. But, like, it's scary. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so, but I read the so comic. Could, okay, the comics think, are fine. So you could read, like, scary stuff, but you can't, like, m- watching them is yeah. Like- I like the stories and I like the mythology. So like the Freddy versus Jason comics or like they had like Freddy had his Nightmare on Elm Street, com- uh, Elm Street comics or like there was the uh, 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 Friday the 13th comics. I read those. Those are easy. Like they're gory. They're even gorier than the movies. I know. But like there's no jump scares in comics and that I'm fine with. Oh. Mm. Uh, have you read any of like the DC horror presents? Like, so like last week there was like the conjuring and then there was like the mm. nice house on the lake or the, oh, the nice house on the lake is so good. I love it. It's so it's good. So I, I didn't, great. I didn't read it. Oh, you should. Oh, it's good. You should, it's yeah. It's, it's very good. Okay. It's, the, the, all first, right. the first issue ends on one of 
the biggest cliffhangers I've ever seen in like any form of media, book, comic, movie, like it, it, it's a twist that I did not, it, it just like how, where it goes, you, there, there's no, you, you, there's no way to prepare for where it goes. It's so it's, good. Okay. It's so good. Yeah, if, if you read any of those, read that, or, like, read that one. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Which one? Which one is uh, it? The, the nice, nice House, house on, on the Lake. Lake. The Nice House on the Lake. Okay. Yeah. All so right. We're only on issue two, which came out last week, but it's so cool. Okay. Um, I, yeah, uh, we, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> it's, like, um, it's, it's not, it's, it's like a psychological, uh, uh, I can't even say psychological. I feel like it's more, it's not, like, jump scare. Okay, but it's just yeah, creepy. Yeah. It's creepy, yeah. creepy shit. Okay. It's suspenseful. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I okay. All right. Uh, enough about me and my inability <laughs> to do horror. Uh, uh, you mentioned uh, Spider Shadow. Did you guys read Spider Shadow? The, uh, I the, didn't read the, the sha- season, Shadow didn't. Shadow of the of the insect. Or the <laughs> yeah. What would you say? I said, I said, I think, I think Ambrosia, I, I, I didn't, I'm still catching up on it. Okay. Uh, what, what Ambrosia. issue are you on? Uh, I'm on issue three. Issue okay. So I'm not, this is issue four. Yeah, this is only, yeah, so you're only one behind. Um, it is good. Like, I, like I said, I, I can't stand Mary Jane. I think she's a hoochie, but <laughs> I like her in this series a lot. Um, but she also doesn't look like the typical MJ either. But um, it's really cool to see uh, everyone work together. Um, so we have uh, like Jonah Jameson, um, Black Cat. Uh, we have like Fantastic Four. Um, they're all like super angry with Spider-Man, but at the same time, they all have to work together. Uh, and then basically it's just the black suit or the symbiote suit just like takes over everything and he... Spider-Man just, excuse my language, he fucked up. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, li- I, like we I, said I, earlier, oh, it, it is cool that it's a limited series. Like, yeah. that it's a, not just a one-shot. Do you think that they're going to be doing more what-ifs with comics? Yes. Uh, I, I think I think that's the hope. Uh, I don't, off the top of my head, know if... Uh, if, if, like, if they've announced what the next like story is going to be mm. um but uh yeah like we're we'll, we we'll, i'm 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 after how good spider shadow has been i'm i'm very excited to see what the next one could be yeah i yeah and i like i said i love that they're like if if they continue with the what if series i really hope that they continue in a mini series and just a one shot because i I've loved the story development of it. Yeah. Um, uh, there was, did any of you guys read anything DC this week? I did. Uh, I read uh, Infinite Frontier number two. Me too. Oh, I, I did too. Yeah. All right. All right. And let's I, shift gears and go into cool. a different universe out there, which is DC. Yeah. Infinite Frontier, uh, number two. It's a limited series. There's six issues. This is number two. Um, the the title of the series is the same title as the whole initiative, which is going on, right? The mm-hmm. the new initiative, 
um, which those those people who aren't familiar with comics, like every so often after a big event, like a company will like kind of release a new kind of brand or line wide initiative. So like uh, Marvel has done it with uh, Heroic Age or with um, uh, uh, what happened after after uh, Secret Invasion was called. What was it called? It was it was dark. It was Dark Rain. Dark Rain. Um, yeah, because that was when uh, Norman Osborn took over and like had right. a hammer and was president and also Iron Patriot and had his Dark Avengers. Right. So Marvel does it. DC does it. So Infinite Frontier is for all the comics right now that are coming out of DC. Uh, uh, it's called Infinite Frontier, and it's dealing with essentially the the emergence of the multiverse and the multiverse being general knowledge now. Some people do believe it. Some citizens don't believe it. Uh, and the government is trying to figure out like how this plays a part. And then the Justice League is also having connections in different universes and trying to figure out how to how to kind of connect those and um, patrol the multiverse. Uh, what do you guys think about this one? Uh, I I really like this one. I'm 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 very interested in this sort of like grand scope look at what's the the new state of the dc multiverse with you know with the the justice incarnate and with like you know the, the reinstating of the deo and like it's it because because the the fascinating thing the thing that like had me like sit up a bit straighter when i read i think it was like kind of like the alpha issue or an issue one where they very kind of offhandedly talk about how like oh yeah now that we've done with now we've managed to stop the dark multiverse from coming in and saved and restored the multiverse we've also ostensibly undone every crisis that has ever happened was that like, issues like was that the was issue, issue zero, zero one zero issue yeah yeah when they were talking to uh diana mm-hmm and yeah so it was like oh yeah so all the bad things all the people who died anything bad that happened in Crisis on Infinite Earths, Infinite Crisis, Final Crisis, although it's been fixed. Uh, and so now right. we're all just having to kind of like deal with a fully intact multiverse, but not a multiverse that is free of danger by any means. Right. Because Dark Side is. Uh-huh. That uh, ending of it, like how, like the last week was so good. Like That's that the one with Captain Adam rips himself yep. apart. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, like the last page was like the big mm. like mushroom cloud. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then like the uh the page above where he just like that was so good. Yeah, when it when it when 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 yeah, when when she finds out that he's not the Captain Adam of Earth Zero, but of another world who showed up here and is trying to pass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh Captain Adam is one of those characters that definitely has not been used in a live action way. I know that obviously oh. Dr. Manhattan has, but like Captain Adam has not. And like, it's, 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 interesting. it's interesting. I almost feel it, it like I actually uh, laughed also at the end of this book. Um, just because of how, uh, there's a, uh, there's, there's a meme page I follow on Facebook, uh, that I think is, it used to be called question posting and there was a, like, a yeah. bunch of, like the Charlton characters and now it's just yeah. been consolidated to Charlton posting 
Um, yeah. And how, like, the, like the, the mods have, like, a running joke about how, like, any time Captain Adam shows up, he inevitably just explodes himself, like, like blows up. Um, right. And so to see it happen here, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's true. Yeah. Um, right. There's two DC heroes that, like, they get anything bigger than a paper cut and they explode. If, mm-hmm. like, Firestorm is one of them and he dies in, is it Infinite Crisis? Uh, I, during so. when uh, when the villains escape from Bell Rev, I think, uh, mm. and then they have to like fight him to keep him back. I think he gets nicked with a sword, and he's like, "Oh no, tell my mom I love her." So, like he says it's something funny. like that, yeah. and he like flies the sky and he explodes. And like Captain Adam always explodes. Like it, it's always like I don't know. He's used for one of two things: to show he's as strong as Superman. And he's like the government patsy, or to just explode. Great, mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, I mean, he has to like keep his trend going, right? Mm-hmm. That's like yeah, his he, signature he, he move. Is, he has a brand to establish. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm really interested in kind of <coughs> like how this is setting up. Like with with Roy Harper is now a Black Lantern. Um, yes. And like how apparently it looks like. Darkseid is kind of putting together his own team with like Kyle Rayner or Cameron, uh, Roy Harper's Black Lantern with uh it looks like it looked like Jade, given how like much of a focus she was of uh Alan Scott and Obsidian trying to find her, of Thomas Wayne and of a like very much like super powered uh psycho pirate. Um yeah. And like and like really interested in like because like again like the zero issue ends with that with like the big thing of dark side just kind of stepping up and just wiping out the quintessence of just like no all 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 the personifications of godhood in this universe are now dead and i killed them. yeah i'm a little bit tired of dark side right now i think they I need am. to let him rest yeah personally I'm, I'm a little tired of them but uh I mean, I'm sure there'll be something good. I just don't need another, like, big bad looming, around, uh, like, across the horizon. Like, Thanos. Thanos and Darkseid are very similar, you know? Because yeah. oh, it, really Thanos was borrowed from Darkseid and Mongol was mm-hmm. borrowed by Thanos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you you guys know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just this weird thing where it's like, okay, so Darkseid and Mongol are in the same universe. And they're, like, cousins in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just tired of Darkseid a little bit. I, I, I think I think I'm I'm interested in kind of seeing I, I feel I feel like I feel like Darkseid is just starting to get to the point of being a little overused in the comics as the go-to big bad. Um however I am definitely interested in where Infinite Frontier is going with him. Um because it feels almost like he could be making a power play to sort of like pull a like Doctor Doom a la like like final hours, like where he became God for a little while. Uh-huh. He is just like looking to sort of like establish himself as the Godhead of the Mar- of the DC multiverse. Um, but I'll, but also I'm just like, like I said, I'm, I'm also just really just hyped about Justice Incarnate and getting to see like Calvin Ellis and Barry Allen working with them and Captain Carrot and like all these weird like I, I it's it's. I'm 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 loving getting to see this like embracing of the multiverse and like all the yeah. wild stuff that they can now can do 
now that right. the multiverse is common knowledge across the board. Right. Yes. And um, what there was a book that came out recently. What was it? Uh, um, oh, Secret Files. Um, for oh, yeah. I really liked that because you got to see some of the characters that are going to be in Infinite Frontier who you typically don't get to have stories from. Like, yeah. I don't know, I have a mix uh, to read prior to reading this issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only a six-issue uh, series, though. Yeah. Just like Checkmate. Checkmate, I don't know if you guys have read Checkmate. Checkmate's a six-issue series, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a limited series. Yeah. And, and and that's what was interesting because like I I didn't see until like again like getting to the back of this for of this issue of them running down the checklist of being like here are all the like mini series that are going to be part of the Infinite Frontier like kind of like maxi event of right because it's like it's like yeah it's like checkmate it's blue and gold it's uh, right like I am Batman it's uh, the um, uh, Aquaman the Awakening uh it's it's like it's like a, like a lot a lot of the like new series right. they have coming up are all part of this like wider kind of multiverse like look at the the new state of the DC universe right uh I like the DC universe or the DC multiverse better than the Marvel multiverse oh for sure that's just me well and then it goes back to like the whole Marvel versus like DC um, like there's a good and bad with both, but or pros and cons to both. But um, <clears throat> sorry, the multiverse. I think it goes like their characters that they have and like the like how well written they are, um, and how they like collectively put them in each like multiverse is just so good. Sometimes yeah. I, when Marvel, it's almost very. Uh, I mean, it is. I don't know. I feel like it's too cartoonish, well, it's, it's, or I don't know. The, the the Marvel multiverse I feel is a more recent sort of like idea for them because yeah they, they really they really didn't like they they it was like sort of like mentioned here and there like when the Squadron Supreme first showed up in like the sixties and early seventies like they were like of a different timeline or a different dimension and right. like they they would you would occasionally get like characters like one off entities who would be like mention a multiverse without really getting to see it and then like in the last couple of years like we you know with like with with them acknowledging that the ultimate comics universe existed in the marvel multiverse and some of these other worlds you know spider gwen and things like that you started to kind of see the broader marvel multiverse and i i i have a not so sneaking suspicion that we're going to be seeing a lot more of the marvel multiverse in the comics in the coming year or so um because they tend to tie in what's going on in the mcu with what's within into the comics more prevalently so something yeah. tells me we'll get to see more and like and like i, I do agree that it's like i i think a multiverse is always an interesting idea and i think the reason why dc's is better is not <coughs> only because they've been using it for a lot longer and have clear delineations of like this is like each each earth has a gimmick it's like what is this earth's gimmick it's like right. this earth this earth the bad guys are the good guys and the good guys are the bad guys this earth you know it's all like the like little scotty young versions of these characters like you know this, right. th- this earth everyone is like animals and it's like it's 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 like they have those clear delineations and they're also like very much like there are 52 worlds like this is it is also not infinite uh though like that might be changing um yeah but it's like, but it's like, it's like each, each there, there's a finite number 
and they all have a kind of a thing going for them. And so it's easy to turn to them because of that. And I think that that's also why it's interesting getting to see the DC multiverse. Cause like you kind of like, you know, like what to expect, like, Oh, like it will be a, like, it'll be a slightly different version of this character. Yes. But like for a reason. Yeah. No, and that makes sense. And okay, two things. First, Justin, your thoughts are so well thought out. Mine are just like, yeah, I don't like it. Yours are just like so like spot on. And I'm just like, yeah, what he said. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. So thank you for like putting it out there in just such a beautiful way. Second, um, my very unpopular opinion uh, is that Spider-Verse, the movie is like my least favorite. And it's because, because Spider-Verse, the comic like that series i loved love 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 so when i heard that they're making a spider-verse movie i'm like yes vampires blood people are gonna be eating spider people and then i walked in and i was like okay post malone's played what <laughs> so i was just, I because i was disappointed because yeah, sure. i expected like the multiverse like that was the first time i really dive deep into marvel's multiverse was with spider-verse yeah. um, i mean i have a hot take after okay. you're done sorry no go done. ahead so yeah i was just disappointed because i was so involved with uh the spider-verse the comics and i was so yeah. excited to have like a movie of it and then i was like i should have expected it i should have i should have known <laughs> but i was yeah a little hopeful Okay, that's it. Uh, I read this. I read Spider Verse comics. Uh, you know the, the Spider Verse miniseries or whatever. Uh, the event. Uh, I saw the Spider Verse movie. I love the Spider Verse movie. I do. Uh, but I think that in ten to fifteen years from now, we will look back and be like that. As good as the movie is, it may be the worst thing that ever happened to Spider Man. Why? Uh, Spider Verse because now the mainstream public. All they want is the multiverse. That's all they want. And they equate the multiverse with Spider-Man. And even as a character, like as a character, the multiverse should be as far away from Spider-Man as possible. I know that like, I I just, there are so many ideas that the MCU could be doing for a Spider-Man movie that doesn't include the multiverse, that if they do include the multiverse, and I hope they don't for No Way Home, I please, I hope. I'm so stressed about that. I am terribly but stressed about that. I want a Peter on the run from cops. Like, I want a Peter on the run with nowhere to hide. Like, I want a Peter on the run movie where he's getting hunted by villains. Like, there's so but, many but, things we could do. But here's the thing is that we are going to get that because what, what, what appears to be happening, especially with the confirmation of Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx coming back to reprise their villain roles, is that it's Spider-Man basically <laughs> saying... I don't have a place to hide here on this earth because literally everyone knows who I am. So I need to go to Dr. Strange and try to find a way to fix this. And since we're very apparently against bringing Mephisto into the MCU at this point, we're not going to try to one day more this. uh, And instead we're going to try to maybe try to tuck you away in the multiverse into a world where you can lay low for a while. Uh, and until the heat kind of dies down for you. I don't like it. I don't like it. 
I, I, I had a better pitch for Spider-Man No Way Home before all this. And also, I don't like the fact that they're bringing in all, like, all the ex-actors who played these, or the, you know, the actors who played these characters in the past. Because, like, I want a fresh new take on Dr. Octopus. I want Jeffrey Wright as Dr. Octopus. That was my but choice. See, but that's... Here, 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 here's the having a he have a having one's cake and eating it too of the way they're doing this, because this way they get to scratch the nostalgia itch by bringing back these memorable performances that people yeah. let let's let's face it Jamie Foxx was great and and underutilized as Electro I'm happy he's getting another shot at it Alfred Molina is he's the one person I'm looking best. forward to um and but this way because they're having it where it's like oh. These aren't the characters from this universe. These are the characters from their home universes. That leaves right. it open so that we can get the chance to have those new versions eventually by having them be like the actually 616 universe version of them later on. And, and right. it's also because we know, we know that they're out there for the most part. We know at the very least that, you know, Vulture and Scorpion are, are out there. Right. Um, and so, like, the rest of them, it stands to reason the rest of them are out there, too, just either not inclined to be villainous yet or keep trying to lay low and do their own thing without getting noticed. Right. I just, I just, I don't think the multiverse is synonymous with Spider-Man, and he's not the franchise I would introduce the multiverse with. And I know multiverse got introduced with Loki, but still, like, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's, I feel like uh, with this, with Doctor Strange, I feel like that is going to be the one that's really, the one that well, introduces it. That, that's going to be, by the time we get Doctor Strange, is going to be when things are really just spiraling out of control. And like, because again, I don't think, I don't think that, you know, Doc Ock and Electro are going to be showing up of their own volition. I think that they're going to either get brought to the like main Marvel universe or potentially, you know, force their way into it. Right. Like it's look, it, Justin saying things so calmly, he's, he's, he's talking me away from the edge here. Like <laughs> I, I thank I, you my, for my, that. Okay. My, my, my thing is I am, I am, I am willing to remain uh, optimistic. Uh, right. Because I know that we're gonna get a trailer by the end of the month. Um, okay. And once once we see that trailer, then I will start tempering my expectations for what what it's gonna be like. Because there's there's the the, the 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 interesting thing about it is that we we already know a lot about what is supposed to show up in this movie, but we have right. no context for it. Like we no. know we know we know because of the toys. That they're gonna and you know they're gonna meet up with Doctor Strange and go to the Sanctum Sanctorum, which right. we kind of already could have I think guessed by just knowing that Doctor Strange is gonna be in the movie, right? Um, and but like also like the the Pop Funko like new costumes where we get to see like him with like these like magic web shooters, uh, right? Like and, like how do those fit in? Um, and so like I'm I'm interested I I'm I'm excited for a trailer just to get a semblance of what the plot of this one is going to be exactly right could it be possible I just, I just crazy idea happening. yeah crazy idea could it be possible that it's a down-to-earth story and dr octopus that or uh, then dr strange i mean uh uh shows him he just opens up a window to multiple multi like multiple worlds and then you just see clips of toby Maguire, andrew garfield alfred molina uh jamie fox and then it closes and it's just cameos 
Now, I would the only reason I would say, unfortunately, probably not, uh, is but just that's really good. Of, that's that, great. That, 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 that would be great. That would be an easy way to do it. But I think I think the only reason why it probably isn't that is because in the like designs we have seen that they that is that have been released, like I don't think they would give them fully new costumes if they weren't going to be like utilized more in the movie and they like play a more integral part to like the story. I'm still personally holding out that we do get the additional cameos of Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire. Personally, what I'm hoping for for No Way Home is that it's more of literally Spider-Man trying to run away from this problem that he can't really run from because everyone knows who he is. And so ends up kind of jumping into a couple of different multiverses to try to find an answer that can fix whatever is going on. And doing so ends up meeting these other versions of himself and trying to get advice, sort of like a la Into the Spider-Verse, where he gets kind of mentored by these older Spider-Men who have been doing it for longer and who have dealt with their own fair share of stuff and learned kind of how to deal with what is going on in his life now. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Here's the thing. I have a very, like, I feel like I'm the worst for someone who loves and reads comic books so much, I feel like I'm the worst when it comes to the MCU or like the cinematic universe because I have to look at them at two very different entities and I can't, the MCU, I, I can't, I can't, I, I don't know. I get disappointed. And so I have oh. to look at it on like on a whole different lens. Yeah, I, I love the MCU. I also know that mainstream audiences love the MCU, and there are people who are going to love the MCU and not love 616, and that's fine. I know that, and that's okay. I also stand up for those people in in a way that I'm like, I don't want the movies going down the multiverse path because mainstream audiences are going to get lost, and they're going to give up. And people like, people like my mom, my mom watched Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2, and we didn't watch anything else. We watched Avengers, and she pieced out at Avengers. Like, there are people who just want their, like, Iron Man stories, you know? Like, if it gets... And that's my mom. She's on the, the lower end of, like, science fiction. But, like, mainstream audiences, you can only go so far until you're... They're, like, fuck... Like, we had time travel and Endgame. We got multiverse with, like, multiple versions of the same person. Like, I don't want all this, you I know? I don't think so, though. Like... No? I think... No, I feel like the... MCU has like diehard fans, and I've learned well, that they do. of like yeah. talk, like <clears throat> holy baloney, people are serious. But there's a stratification. Well, and, there's and definitely that's a stratification. The thing is that like I, uh, I've literally had that thought today, where I was like, we're 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 approaching a very interesting threshold with the MCU, where there cannot be casual MCU fans anymore where you know so much of what is going on right now is like like we're, we're only just now entering a point where like yeah like it's technically built off of the fallout from Endgame and everyone kind of dealing with that but it's also setting up this deeper thing that you're still going to have to like know the, what what it's referencing what it's building on like I, I like I I I would love for no way home to be able to be uh, uh, you can just kind of roll up in it and kind of understand what's going on 
but it's like you from the jump you're gonna have to kind of know how far from home ended like how how we got in this position you're gonna have to kind of understand like why dr strange is here although i feel like that's almost looser because like given that he's only had the one movie so far and only appeared in you know infinity war and endgame as well like if you just kind of understand that he's like the the mystical you know the magic doctor guy you can kind of get that but right. then it's like also like these things of like imagine i, I i'm just trying to like imagine because i know that it, it it it's it could happen it can it very realistically it will happen of if we get all these cameos of past spider-man past of people going into it having never seen these movies and so you're going to have to kind of do a a juggling act of for the people who have who know who they are already and the people who don't know who right. they are and trying to kind of reintroduce them in a way that isn't too expository but is not so just like we all know who we are right good let's go like it's not like going to like completely leave newer fans in the lurch and i right. i feel like I feel like that's like part of the reason why all the like the Disney Plus series have been very much kind of like having like, like the, the the recurring criticism that most of them have been given to most of them is that while the, the finales of all these series have kind of you know, varied in people's reaction to them, the main complaint is that they always kind of feel like they can't just like end a story and like tell like like kind of be its own thing. It always has to be setting up what's coming next. Right. But like that is that's kind of the main tool that Marvel currently has for motivating the plot. Because again, like if you, if you think about like not even counting black widow, which technically takes place between civil war and infinity war. But if you look at like ending with far from home uh, and then jumping into like, like, even like the Eternals and Shang-Chi are both sort of while both being self-contained are very clearly influenced by everything else that's happened but like imagine trying to go for like with 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 like just the multi the concept of the multiverse you end far from home with the reveal of everyone finding out who peter parker is and then you go straight to no way home and it's like oh there's also a multiverse and there's thousands of you know different versions of you and all these other characters like how why what are are you talking about that's what i'm trying to say yeah yeah and then so it's like that's like that's like where i'm like well but you have to understand like how useful the disney plus series are in helping to get that it's like they're they're unfortunately having to bounce on a high wire act of trying to tell its own self-contained story and and telling these good these stories with these characters while also having to string along and fill the gaps of what's coming next in the movies. Right. And it's 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 a tricky it's a tricky bouncing act of that. I'm just saying I don't think No Way Home is going to be that big of a leap away from far from home mm. like it can't be like if anyone's watching spider-man it's it like you're gonna jump from one movie to the next and then suddenly like now you're jumping universes and it's like wait i thought that the multiverse didn't exist like because mm-hmm. that was a joke from mysterio oh that does exist there's a i don't know i i think there are casual mcu fans yeah, I, think, I definitely I, think there are I think I think there are, and like I I I've I've you know in in my talking about the Disney Plus series and in my talking about the MCU, like there there are, but it's it's an interesting thing of like watching how Marvel is able to 
still attract new fans. Yeah. With 10 plus years of movies and, you know, s- somewhat tangentially related TV shows. Regrettably. Right. Um, and like still kind of like, 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 like for, for people like just jumping in, like it's, I, 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 I can see that we're starting to approach a point that can be seen as overwhelming at first. That's like, right. It's, it's like the same thing that I got, like when WandaVision first started, I would get comments from people and like see people like talking about it being like, Hey, I, I haven't kept up with the MCU. I haven't really seen any of the MCU movies. What do I have to know going in to right. enjoy and understand what's going on in WandaVision. And it's an interesting thing where it's like, well, it depends on like how detailed do you want it? Cause if, if the, the, the log line of just, yeah, Scarlet Witch and Vision were in love, he got killed by Thanos and it's her trying to deal with the grief of him while hiding from reality. It's like, okay, that's easy enough to understand. But then right. it's like, well, but if you want to get technical, it's like, well, if you go back to Age of Ultron where we introduce Scarlet Witch and Vision and then we go through all the other Avengers movies where they've made appearances to try to, to see the beats of this relationship that lead to this yeah. point. Um, and so it's like an interesting thing where it's like, it's, like I said, like, I think like that's that's where the, the Disney Plus series shine is in being a yeah. thing where knowing what's going on is helpful, but not necessary i i I honestly do not think there is a whole lot you have to see before watching any of the disney plus series that have been on so far like nothing nothing that you either like a cursory google or just kind of like basically knowing who the character is and you can you can kind of go from there well and it's interesting because it's almost like when it comes to the movie realm of things we're getting into comic books where people are starting to get lost of like where do I even start? Um, which I didn't think that we would ever get to that point, to be honest. But this is where the two big companies could like really shine and make like om- omnibuses of like here, here is a lovely book to get the best to- of, you know, yeah, like the must definitely. have, the essential. I mean, they used to have essential uh, run, but their essentials were literally everything. It was just mm-hmm. in order. But, like, mm-hmm. what about an essential Iron Man run? Like, what are the issues? But then there's single issues. You have to do an omnibus, yeah. Yeah, or they do it, like, an MCU version of it. Like, right. Infinity, because obviously Civil right. War, the movie, is completely different. Well, not completely, but very different than the comics. And so if they do, like, an MCU version of the comics, then... Well, and, and, and the interesting thing is, like, sometimes they do and like some some of them they'll they'll like do like kind of a ser- a new version of a series to tie in with a movie or like a yeah. series like I, I remember like when when the falcon and winter soldier was about to start marvel did a mini series of the falcon and the winter soldier that was like sort yeah. of a, its own story since the comic universe and everything is separate but it's the very least sort of like this is how these two characters interact and like this is kind of like right. what it is um, yeah. And to to your point, Dimitri, about like the essentials ones, like yeah, like like the, I I had a lot of those chunk full yeah. like I have like, them right behind me. Crappy, crappy paper quality, like they're so paper. thin. It's but so I loved thin. it when I was younger because oh, they were it, such yeah. a value buy. They're such mm-hmm. a value. Yeah, buy. You, yeah, you were getting like twenty five issues for like twenty bucks. Um, yeah, and like, but like I, I think I I've started to see like some sort of like a version of like, I, I just saw i think there was a there was a, a trade paperback a she-hulk trade paperback released this week that gives you it's not sequential 
it gives you about like mm. six or seven issues from different points in She-Hulk's career that mm. gives you sort of like a, a, a boils it down to be like this is who She-Hulk is, and this kind of okay. gives you like a broad strokes of the character instead of it just being like here is the first you know ten issues of Savage She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, and so like I I personally also like that that is exists because that gives you like a nice feel like I don't I don't need to read in order all of these comics. I just want to kind of get a grasp on the character. Like that's what those are starting to kind of be good for. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. I love that they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, for the sake of time, uh, we got a couple of other comics just to, to, to quickly touch on what I want to do is I want to do like a, like a quick, uh, uh, a quick rundown. Cause I basically I've prepped the images. We're going to put it to use. Um, <laughs> and so if anyone has 10 to 15 second thoughts on each of the ones that I bring up, we can do that. I mean, you just kind of rush, uh, uh, kind of run through it. Okay. If that's cool with you guys. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, because of the sake of uh, uh, we haven't done much DC, I'm going to bring up some DC ones. Did anyone read Detective Comics 1039? I had not. I, 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 haven't, no. I haven't, unfortunately, been keeping up with uh, Detective Comics. Okay. No, I, I love either. Detective Comics normally, but I am behind and I need to catch up. Uh, moving on then. Uh, we got Batman Detective or Batman Ur- Urban Legends. Those are like two limited series, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Um, you reading them? I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I think I'm about like two issues. I think I'm on issue three of Urban Legends. Me too. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I've really been enjoying it just because it's like a Batman anthology comic where okay, there's like there like each one has like different stories. There's like stories for like following like Jason Todd and Batman and uh, the Batgirls of 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 you know. Sandra Kane and Stephanie Brown and uh the one that I'm most interested in is uh Grifter from Wildstorm and and he who is now in Gotham and it's kind of like I know that they, they talk about how like this uh this issue like the most the issue that came out this week uh finally gets into how he ended up in Gotham uh-huh. um but I, I'm 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 interested in finding out more about like and, and uh, catching up I need to catch up and find out more about that but I've yeah I've been really enjoying it Oh, it's funny because in, I didn't, in, I walked in not knowing exactly what to expect. Uh, I was kind of disappointed in Batman and Urban uh, Urban Legend issue one, only Mm. because I was like, oh, what is this? Uh, But then coming into issue two and three, I love how it is an anthology, but the stories continue. So, Mm -hmm. because like, (laughs) for instance, like in Carnage, uh, red white and blood um it is an anthology but like all the stories are different and so i guess that's what i was expecting and i didn't want that in a batman story but i love that it just continues so i'm behind on it but i've i've been loving it Mm -hmm. um action comics annual came out already uh i did not read it but action comics is on issue uh well, actually, it doesn't even start the issue here, but it's the annual, which is a non-numbered issue, I believe, for 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, did anyone read that one? No, no. I'm also, it's all I'm right. also like woefully, woefully behind on yeah the Superman stuff. I'm, I am, I am very excited for both the upcoming um, Superman and the Authority miniseries, and the uh, at the end of the month, the uh, Superman Son of Kal El uh, oh. new, 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 new series is kicking off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it used to be that I used to read all, like, all the Batman titles, all the Superman titles, and now I'm doing the opposite of it. And it's not because they're bad or anything. It's just, uh, I'm, I'm more interested in some of the other stuff right now. Um, speaking of which, other stuff, 
Flash Annual came out this week. Um, and it kind of tied up a, uh, a storyline that had the Flash jumping from from Speedster's uh, bodies to Speedster body in the multiverse. And he finally had to deal with his reckoning with heroes, uh, uh, heroes, uh, hero crisis, hero crisis, heroes in crisis. I just had to look at the book Um, where Wally West was, was responsible for the killing of these characters that were in therapy, but it turns out they retconned it in this issue. Uh, did uh, anyone read this issue? Mm-mm. No, but I am. Uh, I am a little glad to hear that they retconned that. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I. 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 I felt like Heroes in Crisis was a really good concept, and I just kind of feel like it fell a little flat in the execution yeah. part of it. Yeah, I, I didn't like the fact that they used therapy as a gimmick, and they yeah, never it, touched on it really ever. Like that could have been an ongoing yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would love to see it. Like. Uh, again, it's one of those things where it's like it's a cool concept, and maybe someone else later down the line will be able to do more with it. Um, yeah, I, I personally, again, like the the recommendation I always make is like if you if you like the concept of a superhero in therapy, you should read the current run of Guardians of the Galaxy because mm. the Richard Rider Nova stuff is both a genuine story of a hero being in therapy and it like not being like. I went to therapy and now I'm fixed. It's like, I went to therapy and I'm going to keep going to therapy because I know that I have to, it's a constant thing and that it's a gradual build. Um, And so I I just, I just like that one more. So I'm I'm happy. I'm happy heroes got retconned for Wally. Uh, The heroes in crisis didn't get retconned itself, but the fact that it was Wally's fault got retconned. So, uh, and that's a piece of, that was a weird twist at the end of Heroes in Crisis, and I was like, well, I don't know why they did that, but they kind of screwed with them. Um, Ambrosia, did you read it or not? No, okay. I did not. That's all right. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also an alternate cover for this book uh, that's sideways, so when you flip it sideways, it's a bunch of speedsters put together, and I'm pulling it oh, up on the nice. thing, uh, mm-hmm. uh, pulling it up on volume.com slash Oh, the that's show. neat. It's kind of cool, like, bunch of speedsters including bad speeders speed speedsters and they gave wally his uh his flash costume back that's that's something that happened um did anyone read wonder woman 775 no okay i'm behind on wonder woman i'm excited though because i did see today uh all the or today or yesterday all the news of the upcoming 80th anniversary uh, stuff that they're doing, uh, like there's like a new like Historia book that Kelly Sue DeConnick is writing that looks oh. like it's gonna have gorgeous oh. art. They announced a new uh, Nubia and the Amazons uh, book that's coming out that looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm 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 excited for the upcoming anniversary stuff, and, and obviously she's getting her own, much like with the uh, Green Arrow one earlier, uh, like last month, uh, yeah. her own like 100 page anniversary issue where a bunch of people yeah. are coming in to write stories for her. Yeah, so uh, there's probably a lot of characters that are, they're they're doing their like 80th right because they're mm-hmm. all around that same time. It's yeah, like it's late good, 30s, it's early there. 40s. Mm-hmm. It's either this year, or next year, or the year after. It's yeah. 80th for a lot of characters. Uh, I think 1942 was a large um, because uh, Captain America turned 80 this year. Um, and then I feel like 42, 43 was the big of the major characters. Well, all the World War II characters, right? Like, all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, I did read the Joker. That was Joker. Good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, what are you guys' think... quick thoughts about that? Impression? Go, you wrote okay. it. Uh, it's a Jim Gordon story, which I'm, I like Jim Gordon. Um, right, right now you see him really trying to balance uh, being uh, working in the field while also um, trying to have all eyes on the Joker while also trying to be a husband. Um, so it's, I've, I've enjoyed it. I like Jim Gordon. So um, it's, yeah, it's not just like the Joker. I feel like it's, it's the Jim Gordon story. Yeah. I, I, I was, uh, I, I now have to catch up on the series just because, or just flat out get that issue. Um, because I, I saw that uh, Francisco Francovia is the artist on this one and it's, coming back like since since he worked with uh, on the um the black mirror storyline um of coming back to jim gordon and the joker and it's uh, i i i seeing some of the art from it i'm like ooh, i need to i need to pick this up and like the variant the one the one like sort of like old like pulp novel variant cover looks very good and i'm gonna have to get that i have really i i've liked it a lot yeah all right. Um, oh, and then, sorry, I don't know. Punchline punch is at the end of it, and Punchline story is also really good. So. Hmm. Okay. Are we in consensus of Punchline, or do you guys like Punchline or not like Punchline? I think she's really actually interesting. Uh, it, it's her her story and her kind of like her ongoing story has been. A, she's been a very fascinating foil, and I'm glad that she isn't just kind of like a lazy like Gen Z version of Harley Quinn. That she's actually like yeah a genuinely sadistic person who is like at in, in, in like some ways, like worse than the Joker himself, because like the Joker is just trying to, you know, play up the whole, like, Oh, beauty is chaos and everything in the world is like, I'm just trying to like play that. And she's just like, no, there is a reason for this. And you have shown like the underside of the world that I'm going to use what you have, like what I've learned from studying you to share that message. And he's like, all right. Enjoy punchline and uh, this uh, Sam Johns uh, and James Tinnon has been writing him and I like James Tinnon a lot so mm-hmm. okay. I, I've enjoyed the story. All right, uh, Rorschach Ten came out. My thoughts on it: uh, I get anxiety when I'm dealing with like things like Watchmen uh, or whatever, knowing that there's like a bigger thing that I'm probably missing as a reader, and that I know that when the series is done, I'm gonna like somebody's gonna write an article about the things that I've missed and be like. You're right. These all tied in, and I missed the whole thing. Uh, but I think it's cool. It takes place. It's the same universe as Watchmen and the Watchmen TV show, and it takes place in modern time. And it really plays with the alternate history angle. Like Frank Miller is a character who writes pirate comics, and he he wrote Pontius Returns or whatever, and like like he's part of the murder investigation and like it's it's this thing where they bring in real life people like uh so it's been pretty crazy i don't know if any of you have been reading it no i so i have it and i haven't started it because somebody told me that i need to read doomsday before i read rorschach and you're the one who told me that i didn't need to read you i don't think you do no no you told me that i didn't so i just based it off of i should have done my own research so i have a stack of all of them but i haven't read them yet and they're on my to read because i have loved the cover art on all of them so much yeah 
So it's a pretty self-contained it. story. Like, yeah, so I don't know why they're like, nope, nope, you need to read Doomsday. So I was like, oh, I haven't read yeah. that one yet. Yeah. So. Justin, you got, you got any thoughts? Uh, I, I've read, I think I read the first issue of it. I need to, I need to catch up on it as well. But I, 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 I mean, I, I really do kind of enjoy the story that it, it's setting up and like sort of this look of like what, like, like the old, the old, like kind of like who is this Rorschach and like what, what kind of the like legacy of like Rorschach kind of means. Um, yeah. So I, it, it's definitely on my list to catch up on at yeah. some point. The main character, his design reminds me of Mark Ruffalo's character in Zodiac because oh. he's that kind of detective. And like, they're not drawn exactly the same, but in my mind, when I envision this as a live action thing, it's Mark Ruffalo's character in Zodiac doing the, mm. the stuff, mm. you know? Um, really quick, as we uh, uh, go through, we're, uh, let's see. Um, is anyone reading Thor right now? Because this cover looks like, one of those variant covers looks amazing. Um, I'm a couple issues behind. I know, I, I dealt with the whole Donald Blake thing, uh, but I know, like, there's some repercussions with that. And yeah, I'm I, I had, I'm sure, I, I think I, I looked through like maybe some of the preview pages of this one, yeah, of of interest in like like the, the Thor's the new relationship Thor has with Donald Blake in the comics. Um I I I, I want I again I I I'm one I'm constantly meaning to jump in and re-catch up on, but it's it's just in in with the million X books that I'm still in the process of trying to get up to date on. And yeah. in addition to everything else new that's coming out from the rest of Marvel and DC and all the indie books, like it's it's just like it's it's on the it's list, so, on my radar, but I'm just like I not quite there. It's I'm yeah, so glad I'm not the only one because I have like yeah. stacks of like like I have this comic. It's like stacked up, and every week I just put more and more, especially because I love Donnie Cates, and yeah. I but I haven't. I read like issue one through three. That's it. But, yeah. Um, um, I just need to read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I need to, I need to catch up. X Corp, I started reading it and then I got distracted with the stuff I have to prepare for this show. And so, um, uh, X Corp though, I'm not super into as of yet. I liked the last issue with Mastermind, the mm -hmm. Hellfire Gala issue, mm -hmm. but, uh, other than that, mm, I'm not necessarily into it yet. Uh, Excalibur is also the same way. I'm not too big into Excalibur, but it's I, I I don't I don't I don't want to say that it's my least favorite of the new X books, but it it sure is down there. Um, Wait, Excalibur, Excalibur or X Corp? Oh, uh, Excalibur. That's what I said. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Because here's the thing: I really, really liked the first story arc of the new Excalibur with the battling of like the dueling kind of Catherine Britons and kind of delving more into that mythology. And I just kind of fell off after that. And I just like kind of yeah. went back to like Marauders and X Factor and X Force and Sword and Hellions, like all the other X books just kind of like came in. I was like, all right, well, bye, bye Excalibur. Yeah. I'll, I'll catch you around. Yeah. Uh, I don't like, like, I don't like Captain Britain or Arthurian legend magic 
mm-hmm. like mainly in general, but like especially in my in my mutants. Like I don't I I don't need magic with my mutants other than magic, like uh, and pixie. Like I'm cool with, but like I just don't need this type of magic. I don't need Merlin. Mm-hmm. Why do I need Merlin? In my yeah. mutants, you know, I, I I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, and I say my mutants because yes, they are my mutants. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Carnage, quick thoughts. Uh, I I I thought I read Carnage this week and I didn't. <laughs> okay, yeah. skipping. We're just gonna skip that then. But I'm excited. Uh, I've enjoyed all of them so far. Okay. Uh, Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters, I have not read the this recent issue, but they're all really cool, and uh, I recommend it to any Star Wars fan out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else... Yeah. Again, it's a quick I solution. have them all. It's just, I'm... Yeah. I'm so behind. There's a lot, though. There's a lot for the Star Wars ones. There's four series with six issues each that are not part of the main miniseries of War of the Bounty Hunters, and then there's one shots and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like champions. I love my team teams. Uh, I did not get to read this one this uh, week, but chances are I'll read it tonight or tomorrow. So uh, anyone, anyone read champions? And I'm, I'm, I'm a bit behind on that as well. Yeah. I, I just, I love I my team started teams. champions. Yeah. I, I, I just, I love, I love my team teams, young justice, teen Titans, champions, Back when Avengers Academy was a thing, I love all of those, and uh, uh, I yearn for for the the antics of my youth. Um, and then, I mean, I did put up uh, some indie comic stuff uh, that Ambrosia said she was reading, um, oh, but yeah. I don't know if I, I I don't know if you want to just give a quick summation of these three <laughs> funny mask black cotton I- silver coin. Are there? Do, is it possible to do quick summations for these? Yeah, I was just looking like I have a genre apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, yeah. So bunny mask. So uh, all both bunny mask and silver coin are both more in like the scary haunted type of thing. So bunny mask is about we're on issue two. This guy gets uh, trapped in this like cave, and there's this mysterious girl in there um, named Bunny Mask and she wears a mask and she has these, she eats people and now she's coming back to haunt, not necessarily like haunt him, but it's, it's excuse my language, it's a mind fuck um, yeah. and it's really good. I've, it's, it's from Aftershock. It's been great. Um, okay. Black Cotton, this one is uh, wild because this is in a role reversal world where um white people are the minorities and okay. so it's ba- like instead of uh it's it's political yeah um, and so instead of having like the black lives matter movement we have white lives matter movement and um black cotton follows a family um who are all black and um their son, who is a police officer, shot a white woman uh, who was innocent. And so now it's this whole like role reversal thing. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's it's so good. And if you are into like the new politics of today and, you know, saving. Ugh, so good. Check it out. Uh, 
Um, okay. And then that's that's from Scout Comics. Um, and then Silver Coin through Image. Um, I the best way to describe this is like stories that you tell at a campfire. And so with Silver Coin, there is a different writer for every issue. Um, and so this issue was Jeff Lemire from Sweet Tooth. Um, mm. And but it's all like the same concept, just different stories. So it's about the silver coin and how like it's basically like a cursed coin and all stories that follow up about like how this coin has like cursed people um, in their lives. And so I think that's a great like campfire storytelling comic book. All right. And then Eve also came out this week too, um, which has been super cool. You didn't tell me about Eve. I don't have a picture for Eve. I know. I'm sorry. I forgot. But has have you right. read any of these yet? Or? I haven't read. I mean, I don't really read indie comics. Like sometimes I do, but like for the most part, I try to stick to the big two. And it's I try to stick to everything from the big two, though. That's the problem. Yeah. You know. This yeah. is why I'm, I'm. This is why I'm behind because I read everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, uh, it's funny that you brought up curses because Lex from Wednesday Poll talked about his curse either on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and he thinks he sold his soul to the devil <laughs> <laughs> when he was a kid. Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it, but like, check it out. Uh, uh, Lex, uh, he's he's on Comic Talk a lot, uh, and is it, um, is it on his TikTok? It's 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 definitely on his Instagram. It might be on his TikTok, uh, but I think he might have reposted it off his TikTok onto his Instagram about how he sold his soul to the devil when he was a kid, and so he thinks he's cursed now. Um, uh, but uh, I, I maybe he has the just, silver coin. Maybe it's the silver coin. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to thank uh, everybody out there watching for watching uh, another episode of the of Comic Talk. Uh, you may be watching on Volume or Twitch or Facebook or YouTube. Um, I see you all there. Definitely follow us on social media, on TikTok and Instagram uh, to stay in touch with us, to stay up to date. And uh, we post schedules and, and stuff for all the different shows that we have at The Keeg Show. Uh, if you follow us at The Keeg Show, we would definitely, uh, you know, keep you updated. Um, thank you to Justin and Ambrosia for coming on the show. Uh, before we get going, if you want to say your social media out loud, your plugs, what you're up to, where we can find you, because not only are we streaming this to live stream, but we also take the audio and we make that into a podcast. So anyone, uh, I mean, we've been getting some good, uh, uh, hits for comic talk specifically, uh, on podcast form. So, um, Justin, where, oh, what's your social media? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I mean, just my general social stuff. You can follow me uh, on TikTok uh, at moose underscore zero. Uh, I, I do a lot of deep dives into various comic book characters, story arcs, kind of, you know, analyzing the Disney Plus series, you know, movies, you know, follow like nerd news, things like that. Um, uh, it's a, a little bit more of the same on Twitter. I am at moo underscore so. So like the noise a cow makes and like a needle pulling thread. Um, that, that uh, like, feel free to follow me on there. I, I'm trying to be more active on Twitter. I, a lot of my stuff is just retweeting of like comic creators that I enjoy and like jokes about comics that I like. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at justerino, J-U-S-T-E-R-I-N-O. Um, that's just my personal Instagram and it's, I'm not as active on there as I probably ought to be, but you know, there's pictures on there. It's, it's Instagram. Yeah. 
Pictures of you and the boss baby. Yeah. Yeah. I still need to go find that video after this. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, do you have anything coming up? Uh-oh. Oh yeah. Uh, Those my, are two different wife, questions. If, if if you're if you're interested in uh, in seeing both both videos of of the boss baby that we have, uh, my wife's TikTok is at space Casey, uh, space like the word space and then K A Y S E E. Um, so Casey, uh, not how she actually spells it, but just for like phonetics. Um, but yeah, go go check out her video as well. Um, it's just unsettling the way the boss baby moves in that costume. <laughs> uh, um, but do you have anything coming up, uh, Justin? Uh, I mean, not really, not at the moment. Um, okay. I, I'm mostly just, you know, working, reading comics, making TikToks. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, everybody out there who can hear my voice, go follow Justin. Uh, Ambrosia, what do you Hi. got coming up? What's your social media? Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Ambrosia underscore Linda. And then I am on TikTok at Comics and Cupcakes. Um, and what do I have coming up? Um, let's see. Uh, I read comics and I talk about some comics that are coming out and um i bake and uh build legos all right cool, cool, oh and cool, august cool. 1st is going to be great for us it's going to be expensive but it's going to be great august 1st august 1st august that's 1st, when the august, new legos what? come out come on come oh on. yes 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 i need more i need more uh information on the different what if lego sets because uh i'm sure that's not it right not just oh, what they no. what we've seen um, I'll I'm send sure you a whole line coming out. I'll send you who I follow on Instagram. It's uh, like WikiLeaks. I don't know, but they leak okay. things before they actually come out. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll send it to you. Okay, for sure, for sure. Um, I want the cape that he who remains wears in. I think it's a cape. It's not a jacket, I don't think. No, but it's, uh, it's, it's a cape. It's a cape. I need that cape. Um, I'm hosting, I'm hosting a Marvel trivia event in California through King Trivia, my, my, the company that I work for. Uh, I, this is my first themed event that I'm hosting. They normally give it to the senior people, but I'm working my way up. Uh, oh, and, uh, we're getting rushed. Uh, our stage is getting rushed right now. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Brad E. Manuel, um, uh, for rushing the stage with your viewers. Uh, that means he just finished a show and all his viewers are coming here. Uh, that being said, we are ending the episode. So uh, thank you so much for that. But uh, I am hosting a Marvel-themed event for anyone in California or Southern California, should I say. It's going to be at Brewery West, but Brewery is spelled weird. It's B-R-O-U-W-E-I, no, E-R-I-J, Brewery West uh, in San Pedro, uh, California on the 24th, but you go to kingtrivia.com to register your teams. Um, and I would love to dress up like he who remains to host that. And I would love that purple cape and do that. And um, I don't know whether it's going to work out for me or not, but uh, I am hosting that for anyone who's interested in MCU trivia. You do win cash prizes and uh, you can follow me at this is Dimitri on social media. Um, but as far as the Keeg is concerned, follow us on social media at inst on Instagram at the Keeg show on TikTok at the Keeg show. 
uh, on our multiple live streaming platforms, Volume, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, or catch our podcast episodes of this episode and in past episodes on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud. We're all over the place. So definitely pick your poison. You want to watch us, see our faces, listen to our voices. It's all up to you. But thank you guys so much for watching, for listening, for partaking in this whole thing. Uh, we got Comic Talk every Wednesday night, uh, 8 p.m. Or sorry, Thursday, Thursday night, Thursday mm -hmm. night, uh, 8 p.m. to uh, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and we also have other shows like our after shows or our keyback shows that are on uh, Friday nights, so on and so forth. And then this Sunday, Justin, myself, and TikToker Alexis Blake will be talking about the Black Widow movie and uh, talking about our, our, our yays and nays about it this Sunday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. So definitely stay tuned for that. But, you know, if you follow us on Instagram, we'll keep you informed. But thank you yet again for watching the show. Thank you yet again for being on the show, Justin Ambrosia. Once thank again, you I'm your host. Thank you for thank you for letting me have you. Um, I don't know what that means, but uh, once again, this was another episode uh, of the Comic Talk. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. Take care, everybody. Peace out. Super fast.